Hi. The Common Man and T-Bone podcast is brought to you by Care Heating and Cooling. Cold or sweaty is no way to go through life. Call my guys at Care Heating and Cooling for all your heating and cooling needs. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. And stay tuned after the podcast for special bonus content from past shows. Hold and sexy! Bye. Welcome to the home of stupid. That's right. You're now listening to Common Man and T-Bone. All that stuff would change. Just be like, now Tuesday and Wednesday is the new Saturday, Sunday. So I don't know if that would actually matter. All right, good call. What about you? No, nah, I wasn't listening. I don't care. Doesn't matter. You asked the question. I know, but I just wanted you to waste two minutes, and you've done <laughs> it. Thank you. Featuring Panama Ted, imported from Panama. Thank you, Ted. You suck. The Anna Ray on traffic. Five minute delay. And a bunch of internet sounds that make no sense. To reach around the guy. <laughs> you got to squat and be ready. <laughs> Balls on his chest. <laughs> Strap in and strap it on. This is Man and Bone. <laughs> Happy Wednesday. Hello, Bone. Hello, I should turn my microphone on. Look at on. you, amateur hour. Sorry, I heard the uh, heard they wanted to use the studio for some kind of TV recording, so I wasn't sure if we should sit in here or if we should go to another studio, so I left my microphone Well, we off. only have 50% of the show today. It's you and me. Yeah. And Ted's off again. Mm-hmm. And Leanne is off too. That's true. I think they're off together, listening to Bjork and licking their fried chicken fingers. Oh, they're eating uh, maybe some Popeyes. Together. I think they went to get chicken together. Okay, let them live to each their own. Although Leanne is licking Ted's fingers and Ted's licking Leanna's fingers. Chicken fingers. <laughs> okay. Or no. Oh. You know when you eat chicken, you lick oh, your fingers clean. That's You're the whole saying, slogan I for see. KFC: finger licking good. I see that. Well, I'm I'm heading up to Detroit this weekend. Look go, at you. It's a big party. I'm not yeah. invited. No. Well, I'm going up to watch the Pistons. Well, and, and the Rockets. Jay Shante is as you, as you do. I'm going to see Jay Shante. Assuming everyone doesn't get COVID, whatever. But if the game happens, then I'm going up there. And I am going to try the place that Leanna always talks about, the Tanya's Pizza Place. Stuffed pizza. Stuffed pizza. I'm going to give that a shot. All right. So I'm, look, I'm looking forward to doing that. You're going to eat it in the car? No, gonna you know, well. I don't know. I guess uh, we maybe to it's takeout only. Well, if it's takeout only, then I will eat it in the car. But we'll sit, we'll eat, we'll enjoy, and then we'll drive. That's what we're gonna do. Who are you going with? My brother, brother Bone. Oh, there's gonna be some conversation there. We are going to. Uh, well, we already have planned. When we go there, we're gambling. Like we're yeah. gonna we're gonna hit the state line and find the first rest area we can pull off to. Are you gonna go into Windsor too and get yourself a whore? No. <laughs> Because you can gamble and get whores in I Windsor. Don't know if you can get whores. Oh yes, you can. I know you can get like there's no, there's strip clubs. In, I have a buddy. Okay. When we were in Windsor, he decided to get a whore, and then is that is that the proper nomenclature? Well, what the hell, man? I don't a know. A prostitute, a a companion for sex the evening. worker. All right. Well, he got him. I love how we have to be politically it, correct with decent, sex making workers. Making a decent living. Let him live. Sure. And so he's you know he was talking about this for months. Going to Windsor, I'm getting myself a prostitute, so we get there, he does, she comes to the room, he chickens out, and sits there and just talks to her for three hours. I wonder how often that genuinely happens. Like, I'm quite sure there's some guys who are like, no shame in my game, let's go. Like, but there are probably more than, I'm going to guess 20% of people who do that for the very first time, who then when the situation actually presents itself... 
they say, you know, can we just talk a little bit for, uh, you know, yeah, it's and you know awkward. what? That's then, fine. But he was such a big talker going into it. Oh, sure. It's yeah. like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this and I'm going to get this. I may have more than one come to the room. Oh, okay. oh okay. so you can talk to all of them about where they're going to grad school? <laughs> hey, you know what? Nothing wrong with some conversation. That's, that's some that's, high price conversation. According, according to the old ads in the phone book, that's all they were there for was just to be a companion. Yeah, well, that's little, what he paid little for. companionship. That's all it is. Uh, on campus coming up at 448, all the news and notes you need. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the five o'clock hour. Jackets making some news today because their game against Calgary on Saturday has officially been postponed. The NHL is dealing with COVID things. The NFL is dealing with COVID things. The NBA is dealing with COVID things. Mm-hmm. The world is dealing with COVID things. Yeah, that's right. Not a, not fun. I was on with uh, Beamer today. We did Bone and Beam United, our soccer podcast. You can check that out wherever you find your podcast. But we were just discussing. I said something about, you know, as we get out of the pandemic, and then we both just had a laugh. And we're like, ha ha, out of the pandemic. What a funny thought that is. We're not out of it. We're still here. Still, still living life. It's happening. I was reading a, a piece today, and I'm not saying that I agree with this. It's just, you know, this is something that was written about a while ago, and now with all these positive tests, it's coming back up. Are we at a point where there are enough therapeutics available, including this pill that will shortly be released? Yeah. The Merck pill. Is it Merck or Pfizer that made the pill? Merkin. Merkin, Merkin they've gotten out of the beard. Right. They, give you the, a, they give you a yes. pube wig and a and a That's pill. Right. The Merkin pill. Hey man, whatever wear you tell me. <laughs> That's I, right. You tell me I gotta wear, I'll wear it on my chin. I was gonna say I'll wear it on my face if it means I can just get back to living life. I'm good. But the article asked, and they had interviews with, you know. People in the know, doctors, I like to call them. Doctors. People in the know. Yeah, that's a good. Call. I got a sore throat. Who should I go see? Someone in the know. That's who you go see. Word on the streets is you see someone who knows about that. Yeah, that's someone what I've heard. who went to medical school. Mm, mm. And they were sort of tossing around, do we stop testing for this well, in professional you know sports? At some point, if, if there's enough of the therapeutics, yeah, I'd say so. A lot of the uh, issues you're seeing, right, are with teams where, not every case, a lot of teams where you are seeing. Players are throwing positive tests. Coaches are throwing positive tests, but they are experiencing no symptoms. Many of these players are vaccinated. They just, you know, again, the whole point of getting the vaccines for those who missed this was that if you do get the virus, hopefully it will make it a lesser form. It's it's when you get the virus, too. Everybody's getting it. Right. We're all getting it. Yeah. I mean, I know people personally who were vaccinated, did everything they're supposed to. But they were in risk categories, older people, lung issues, things like that. They got COVID and got it bad enough that it caused them to cough and caused them to have symptoms. They did not end up in the hospital, thankfully, and they ended up being okay. And now they're back and they're good. But my point is, that's why we did this. At least that's why I did it. I'm sure that's why you did it, Mike, was to hopefully when you if you come across these variants or you come across something, hopefully it keeps it from being too bad for you, keeps you out of the hospital, keeps you maybe from even having symptoms. That's the goal. At what point do we say, well, all the vaccines are out there, all the boosters are out there. We've got all these therapeutics. Yes, the NBA maybe just says, if you don't want to take these vaccines, that's on you. We can't help that. But we have offered it. It is out there. 
And, you know, if you get it, you get it, and you'll miss time just like any other injury or sickness. That's where we are. Maybe they get to that point in the NBA, NFL, where they stop the testing. I really don't know what the answer is there, Mike, but I can understand getting to that point of saying, you don't want to get the vaccine, fine. If you get this and you don't have any symptoms, great. But if you do, well, you took that risk. That's on you. We're not testing this anymore to each their own. So jackets are postponed on Saturday against the Flames. They are good to go for tomorrow night in Edmonton, at least for now. They lost to the Canucks last night, gave up a three-goal lead, were vastly outplayed in the second and third period. I don't understand what's going on with this team with getting these leads and then giving them back up. Well, it's... It's starting to become yes, a little bit bad. of a thing I mean, now. We had it in Vegas, where they, or Vegas, uh, Seattle, where they yeah. went out and they won that game, but they still gave up a lead in that game, too, mm-hmm. in relatively quick fashion. This was a slow death last night because for the last two periods of that game, they looked like they weren't playing with five guys. They looked like they were playing catch-up hockey. Catch-up hockey is different than mustard hockey. Sponsored by Heinz? French's French's whatever whatever whatever. sure okay but this was my frustration has been my frustration with the team and I understand that we can always excuse this away by saying well they're young well they're learning It's like all right but this keeps happening to you you are getting played off the ice for large portions of this game other times like in that first period last night they look pretty damn good well right I I I think Sometimes it is tempting to get lulled into that and say, well, they look pretty good. And it's like, well, yeah, because they have professional hockey players. And these are, I know there are teams that are so bad that they don't even look like yeah, they're a but pro the, hockey team. The Jackets team. are not that. And you're not playing the Capitals last night. You're playing a desperate hockey team trying to stay relevant. Yeah. Well, and, and they played earlier this year. And if memory serves, this was, I don't know, a few they weeks played ago. Here. Yes. Right. And, and while the Jackets won that game as well, I want to say the Canucks outshot him in that game by yes, like 20 shots did. or something like that. Big big margin. You're right. So that's that's a concerning thing is we knew defensively this team was going to have some struggles. It would be one thing if they were losing these games, you know, they give up three or four goals early and then they try to claw back, but it's too little too late, right? Like we saw uh, last week. I'm trying to remember which game that was where they, they clawed back, but it wasn't really. They got the goal right at the end that made it look, by four, but it wasn't really that type of game. That would be different than the case here where you're showing, yes, we can actually stop this team. We did stop this team, and we scored goals and got a lead. That's what's so frustrating is it wasn't like you just got outplayed all night. You got outplayed after getting the big league and showing what you could do. Then you gave it all back. That's so frustrating. We will do name dropping with Jeff Rimmer coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. More Browns corona problems today. Stefanski is a positive. So he is working virtually. He says he feels fine. Baker is a positive. Both of these guys are fully vaxxed. Baker said he felt absolutely fine and had no symptoms whatsoever. And this is becoming more of a talking point where the NFLPA comes out today and says, we are pressuring the owners for daily testing. We want daily testing. Because right now, if you're fully vaccinated, you get tested once a week. It is possible... You could become infected, feel perfectly fine for six days. Yeah, right. Like right? we Where said, you're, if they caught it. You're carrying Tuesday virus last week. and you're spreading virus inside the facility, but you would never know because you tested once a week. I understand the frustration there. I get that. I also understand how the NFL wanted to have an incentive 
for these guys to get vaccinated in the offseason. Mm-hmm. And that incentive was you get vaccinated and we only bother you once a week about this. Sure. Right. Well, and, and what's I'm trying to remember what the new rule is with the booster. Right. So the booster January 1st, 27th. Oh, is it December twenty seventh okay. is when the league is requiring you to get your booster shot to maintain maintain your your vaccine label, I guess, and, and then you, only have to do the once a week testing and all that stuff and reduce at, protocols as and of all that. now. I mean, they right. may turn around and say, "Okay, daily testing back on," yeah, because of these yeah. outbreaks. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. You know, it's like we said, it's it's a it's a thing that's happening. I've seen this idea floated around. I wonder what you think about it. What if like across all pro sports in the U.S. that are currently active, and even if you want to take this to the college level too, what if there was a thing where they just said two-week hiatus, one-week hiatus, something? I mean, that would throw off everything with the NFL. I think that would be huge. That's going right into the playoffs. You're the final month of the season. But if they were to say to just let everyone have two weeks, all the pro athletes, go have two weeks to isolate, get all this out of these That's my question. Where are they going to go? They're going to go home. They're going to go visit their families. I the mean, goal, the goal, it's still out there in the community. I know. The goal would be to try to get, or even if it was just a week, to just get everyone to go home and stay home. And Well, that's isolate. the hard part, well, though, Well, you know it? what, though? But the answer is, you're paid millions of dollars. We're asking I, you to stay home for a week. One week, we're asking Zion you to stay Williamson's home. Zion Williamson's paid millions of dollars not to eat Fritos, but he's knee-deep in a bag right now. I guarantee it. I, if I was paid millions of dollars, it'd still be tough to avoid Fritos. They're good. I understand that. Not, I actually, not if you're looking at his checks. Struggle, the struggle is real. <laughs> no, it's not. Not when you're looking at his checks. <laughs> Apparently, what I learned today, one of us loves Fritos a lot more than the other one of us does. Well, I like Fritos. I love Fritos. But you know what? It's probably not in my top 10. It's uh, The scoops are what get me. So now we have to do this. The scoops are so versatile. We had a whole show plan. We did. And now it's going to be... Top 10 snack foods. Well, oh, top 10 snack foods. That's, yeah, I, th- I was just saying of chips. Chip. All right, we can do top 10 chips. No, I'm saying it's probably my top 10 of chips. Now I got it. Just think. regular or chili chili flavored? Just regular. I'm saying the scoops are the ones that I love the most. Scoops? Scoops? What are you scooping with them? Oh, the best thing ever. You take some taco meat and get some like nacho cheese. Mm-hmm. You scoop and then you, you know, get a little nacho cheese on there and just, mmm. Oh, scoop the meat, scoop the with meat. the cheese. Got Ooh, it. it's good. Got it. Uh, Ryan Day loses a big-time recruit. It's early signing period, too, so we'll have plenty of that today. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Currently, we're seeing nice traffic flows on the area of freeways. However, southbound 71 between 670 and East Broad is a little bit slow. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities, get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot 
and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Just be glad you aren't as stupid as these two. Oh, yes. This, this is Common Man and T-Bone. Hello? Common Man and T-Bone brought to you by Hinder Motorsports here on The Fan. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. It is early signing day number one. Ryan Day meeting with the media today. We have a list of all the future Buckeyes who have signed on the dotted line today. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty much everything went according to plan except for one. Yeah, kind of a big one there. Uh, three weeks ago, probably wouldn't have expected this, but according to all the recruiting sites, this is something that changed recently. Terrence Brooks, who was a uh, number 18 ranked overall prospect, signed his national letter of intent to Texas today not choosing the Buckeyes, which apparently he was all but ready to do just a few weeks ago. Six-foot corner from Texas. He had committed back on June 30th, 16 days after being offered. But apparently he then changed his mind. So Hell with him! Well, all right. I mean, that, that is a five-star guy that yeah, is not you. with you anymore. I don't so. like him. I didn't like him from the get-go. <laughs> that is a funny thing that we do. It's also a stupid thing that we do, and I'm not saying I'm above it. But people will do this where it's like, when you get your recruit, you get the guy, it's like, yeah, the coaches won that recruiting battle. Look at these coaches, Hashtag man. Hashtag boom. Hashtag boom. They're out there getting these recruits. Yeah. And then when it's a guy like this doesn't pick your school, it's like, why did that young man spurn our university? And how dare no, he I have go back authority. on his commitment? He's a bad seed. Right. He's a bad seed. You know what I heard last week? Just kicked an old woman. For okay. no reason. Okay. He went to a nursing home we, under just, the guise of bingo and then just started kicking old people. I'm just saying, the the, uh, the casual fans, I'm sure there are hardcore recruiting fans who are different, but from the casual fans, that's what I tend to see a lot of online, people being mad at the player, and it's like, well, the coaches that you gave credit to winning all these recruiting battles, you don't give them some kind of you know demotion for losing this one right you don't i do because i i think that's maybe where i would go is you know if you're going to say they won all these other things maybe they lost this one former wwe champion booker t used to say Mm. don't hate the player hate the game he came up with that i don't know very few people know that (laughs) he's the only one who's ever said it good i'm gonna say he's he invented it okay and then did a spin a rooney Uh, (laughs) spin a rooney not the sidewalk slam, but still pretty good. All right, well, do you have a list of all the, guys, all the guys that did decide well, to come here? Can we stop talking about turncoats? Well, you, you brought up you brought up the first negative. All right, negative, well, negative, negative is gone man now. Over here. Now it's all positive. Negative Let's go. man. Um, all right, so here are your five stars that signed. Two of them. C.J. Hicks out of Dayton. Linebacker, uh, 6'3", 215. And Sonny Styles, who we talked about, reclassifying from Pickerington. Yeah. Lorenzo Styles' son. He was supposed to be in next year's class, but reclassified into the 2021 or uh, 22 class. Uh, he's a safety out of Pickerington, like I said, five star as well. 
Then you've got your four-star guys. And, and Gabe Powers is a five-star guy, right? Um, and he's going to sign well, according, Friday? According to, I'm looking at 24-7. According to 24-7, he's a four-star guy. Oh, okay. I, don't know, right. I don't know if that changes or what, but yeah, one of their best recruits is not signed yet. He's going to announce Friday, Marysville, where he goes to school. They're doing a big signing ceremony. And so that's, he's he's all locked in. All the recruiting people say, no, no worries there. He will make that. You know, announcement official on Friday until Deion Sanders gets a hold of him. Well, you never know. You never know. Could be. Uh, So here are all the rest of the uh, players in the class. Devin Brown, he's the quarterback from Utah. Uh, Four-star guy, Caleb Burton, wide receiver out of Texas. Uh, Four-star guy as well, Kenyatta Jackson, edge rusher, six-five, two thirty-five, out of Florida. Four-star guy, Caleb Brown, wide receiver, five-eleven, one seventy-seven. Four-star guy. Caden Curry, who they just picked up, defensive lineman. That was a recent uh, flip. Yes, they got just He's, the other day. Uh, yeah, I think it was yesterday we Four-star talked about guy. him because he had the quote when asked about losing to Michigan. He said it won't happen again. Love that. So I hope you're right. Uh, Keon Gray's wide receiver, six foot, four star. Uh, Kojo Antwi, my guy from Kojo. He is from Kojo. Georgia. Wide the killer receiver. dog. He just there you go. <laughs> sure. bites you to death. Kojo. Uh, he's Kojo. four-star guy. I, li- I like the size here on Tegra Shabola. Mm, my from, guy. From Westchester, Ohio. Tackle. Four-star. Uh, number 10 at his position. 6'6", 350. Man. 6'6", 350, and he's in high school. As a, right. I was going to say as a 17-year-old. Unreal. Good for him. Uh, J.R. Brown, who is a corner from also Westchester, Ohio. Six foot, 178. Dallas Hayden, Memphis, Tennessee, running back, 5'11, four star guy. George Fitzpatrick, tackle, 6'6, 285. Gonna have to, you know, bulk Beef him up. up a bit. Let's go. Maybe. Get some Fritos. <laughs> uh, he's four star guy. Ryan Turner, four star guy, corner out of Florida. Kai Stokes out of Florida. He is 6'2 and 185, four star guy. I think he's gonna be a safety is what I've seen him projected as coming in here, but who knows? He's listed as an athlete. Uh, Bennett Christian from uh, Ackworth, Georgia, tight end, 6'6", 235. He's a three-star guy, as is Avery Henry, St. Clairsville, tackle, 6'6", 305. So an Ohio kid there. And like we said, Gabe Powers still left to go. That's what you've got right now. All right. Uh, Ryan Day spoke to the media today. We'll hear from him coming up later on in the show, but... You know, there's a lot of new stuff around here, man. I mean, obviously, this early signing period has dominated things. I don't know why we even have the, the regular signing I period. I don't call it. Or, I mean, this is the right, new this signing is, period. This is new signing period. We call it early because we were used to the February thing. Yeah. But this is it. By the way, the Buckeyes do rank uh, nationally number four with this class currently as it all sits. But, you know, you, you're getting used to this. The transfer portal is a big story now. And a lot of coaches have very strong feelings about that. We're going to hear from Dabo Swinney later, who, for my money, is a big hypocrite. Doesn't mean that he's not, doesn't have points that are valid, but I think he's a big hypocrite. Ryan Day said today that he he hates the transfer portal, essentially. Well, and, and I, I have, I think, I think his dislike for that might, might be a little displaced, but I understand it. He's, he's got, he's got a job to do and it's been made tougher by the transfer portal. We can discuss that when he discusses it. Yeah. He has a, you're right. He has a job to do, but it's, it's a changing job. It's a different job than when he even became Ohio state's coach. Yeah. 
And that's funny to say because that wasn't that long ago. But that's how much the coaching profession, the game of college football has changed. We had a big recruiting swerve today. Huge story. We'll tell you about it coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. On the east side, you have a crash on southbound 270 at I-70. It's going to be blocking the right lane. You can expect that to cause some delays. Westbound 670 is slow between 71 and 3rd Street. Slow traffic northbound 71 between 670 and 11th Avenue. Southbound 71 is slow between 670 and East Broad. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. The show that will tickle you stupid. This is Man and Bone. Go to wherever you get your audio. Search Common Man and T-Bone. You'll see our cartoon faces pop up. I want you to click subscribe today and today only. Anyone who subscribes to the podcast will win $1 million. That's right. Wow. Yes. $1 million? Everyone who subscribes to the podcast today one million dollars don't think that's actually accurate there was a kid in my neighborhood jimmy evans he was older than everybody else and yet he played with all the younger kids when i was a younger kid i thought it was cool yeah and then i grew up and found out that jimmy was a little creepy but he used to always bet us things You're like yeah if i make this shot i'll give you ten dollars <laughs> right and then Made the shot and be like, hey, Jimmy, where's the... I meant, I said 10 doll hairs is what I said. Oh, gosh. All right, 10 doll hairs. Yeah, that's not good. So that's right. I'll give you 1 million doll hairs. Uh, You know what? Someone's going to try to collect on that, and you're going to have to find a little head from a doll and try to get the hair off of it. I don't know what a doll is. I know what a doll is. (laughs) Doll. Doll. I don't know why. That's so weird. Doll. What's the... Uh, you say it weird. I say it like I say it. Doll. D-O-L-L. Well, where I, where I grew up, that's not how people said it. Doll. Hey, that, babe, you want to get a doll? How you doing? It's like, is that how Chicago people talk? I didn't know well, that. that. Where I grew up, that's how people say it. But yet, the word Chicago, which is how I think most people say it outside and, of Chicago. Fine. You know what? Some people in Chicago say it that way, and they're wrong. But people in Chicago go out of their way to say, Chicago? I mean, Chicago. That's where I'm from, Chicago. And it's like, okay, how do you say doll? They're like, doll. And you're like, that doesn't, none of that makes sense. It's regional. This adds I, character. I, 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 I know. Why are you trying to strip everything away? That's what I, I want everyone you to You want sound, everybody to be yes. Midwestern mm-hmm. white bread. That's that, what you want. Strip, strip away all the originality. Strip it away. <laughs> strip it away. Strip it away now. I don't know what the hell I'm saying. That's exactly right. Because what I think, yes, very vibrant and very different. I think Chicago guy with a mustache going, Dow! 
like yelling at you and saying Chicago. Had it with you. Well, sausage. I only have one thing to say to you. What's that? It's sausage, by the oh, way. Sausage. 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 But sausage. it's Chicago. Bing bong. That's what I say to you. That's right. <laughs> hey, how you doing? What would you say to Joe Biden's right now? <laughs> hey, how you doing, baby? Take me to dinner. Bing bong. <laughs> Stupid idiots. Oh my gosh. I can't. I can't believe how popular that's. I gotten. started saying that in the house. Bing bong, and now Samantha thinks Bing bong's the funniest thing in the world. Oh, so, Bing bong is great. So she starts saying it. It's got. You can use that anyway. Bing bong. There's no. There's no reason not to use it. You can be like, oh, hey, pizza's here. Bing bong. Like time to eat. Just go. If you don't know what or this you can is, be like, just go Google Bing bong. You know, how do you not know? Well, at this some point? people don't know. I didn't know until you told me. I'm just telling you. If someone walks up to you and is like, listen here. You owe me $74, and if I don't get that tomorrow, bing bong. Bing bong. Like, you know what he means. You don't have to ask him what he means. He means something bad's about to happen. But if he says, hey, found that there's $74 sitting over on the table, go grab it. Bing bong. That means opportunity's knocking. Go grab the $74. There's there's a million ways to use bing bong. We had a big recruiting swerve today. Huge. This you know is, what? Well, go ahead. Deion Sanders pulled off a bing bong. <laughs> Bing bong. Travis Hunter, the nation's number one ranked recruit in the 2022 class. He was committed to Florida State. And uh, Mike Norvell, who, by the way, got a contract extension today. <laughs> Good call. Uh, instead, like, you know, he's going to get the number one recruit. We better get that contract extension ready. Right? He's like, hey, about that. Something changed. Instead, right Travis Hunter, number one guy in the class, is going to Jackson State. Mm-hmm. And Coach Prime. Deion Sanders. Also coming out of this is that Travis Hunter has signed a multi-million dollar NIL contract with Penn National Gaming, which yeah. is Barstool. Well, that's that's their casino, right? They, yes. Barstool, the sports betting arm of that is run through Penn National. So now you might be saying, wait a second, I didn't think players could sign deals with casinos and what you're thinking of is a state law. There are multiple state laws and multiple states where certain deals like this could not be done. For example, I believe in the state of Florida, you're not able to do this deal. Mm-mm. But in the state of Alabama, which is where Jacksonville State is, you Jackson are. State. Or what did I say? Yeah, I don't know why I said state. Jacksonville State. Yeah, Jackson State. That is, you can do this type of deal. Yes. So, you know okay. what they call this type of deal? What do they call this? Bing bong. Bing bong deal. I think I've got the wrong school because I was thinking it was Jacksonville State. That's right. It's Jackson State. Jackson State. So that is is not in Alabama. That's in Mississippi. Either way, they have different laws in different states. That's the point. I got it confused. You were right. No, it's I'm just saying I said it was in Alabama. It's not. It's in Mississippi. That's where it is. And what's it? It's not in the state of Florida. That's your whole point. That's right. Yes. So Stick with that. I just want to. I just want to clarify. I want to get eighteen million tweets. Yeah. All I know is people are decrying this today and saying this is the death of college football. And what I say to that is, I think this is new life for college football because here's the reality. You know what Florida State fans are mad about today? They're mad that Jackson State did the same thing that Florida State did thirty years ago, twenty years ago. Maybe even tried to do 10 years ago. They just weren't good at it, right? They're mad that this is the thing that a lot of schools have done over the years to win recruiting battles, which is they found some rich people who said, we will pay money to get you to come here. 
we're just not going to tell anybody that that's what's happening, but we're going to do that. And now, because it's all out in the open, you can do this legally and upfront and everyone can be aware. Now everyone's saying it's bad. How can you explain something to me, Mike? Because I don't know. Maybe there is a good explanation for it. What did we just hear about new defensive coordinator for the Buckeyes, Jim Knowles? What did they say with Oklahoma State when that happened? What did Ohio State win? Did they win a recruiting battle with him or did they win a bidding war for him? They won a bidding war, right? Yes. They paid more money for this position than anybody else who wanted him. So Ohio State won. We all celebrated and said, yeah, that's right. Ohio State getting their guy. Jackson State just won a bidding war for a talented player. And we're and people today are like, this is horrible. How dare they? What is the difference other than age? What What is the difference between those two? If you think this guy's talented enough, can help your school. By the way, Jackson State had 50,000 people at their games this year. They, they were doing better than they ever have attendance-wise. Deion Sanders had them playing for the historically black college national championship. They're ranked number one in the rankings for that. I mean, I'm just saying... I don't know if I would choose to go I'll tell you the difference. and do and go and somewhere to a to a lesser level of competition. But if this guy wants to do it and he's getting paid I, millions of dollars. I will tell you the difference. And it's not consistent, but I think that's what it is. People like the taste of sausage, but they don't want to see how the sausage is made. For years, they didn't have to see how the sausage was made in college athletics. Mm-hmm. They just ate the sausage, it was delicious. And, and, they, the, and they believed that sausage well, was made by a local farmer well, with the best intentions. Though? Right? You plaster, and that's what college football coaches do and, and conference presidents. They talk about academics. They talk about amateurism. They throw a lot of labels at you. You go to the store and you buy a pack of sausage, and it's got a bunch of no hormones, wholesome, yeah, right. good for you. It's like, oh, just, it's all packaged for me. It's right here. It's delicious. The label says it's good for me. I'm going to eat it. It's wonderful. But now what you're doing as a college sports fan, before you enjoy your product, the metaphorical sausage right. here, right? Yes. you're getting a tour of the slaughterhouse beforehand. And you don't like that sausage as much anymore. It's the same sausage. Yeah, made the right, same way. Right, right. But now you're getting a behind the scenes tour and you're rethinking things. Well, but also... It's always been corrupt. Isn't it? Isn't it that, but also like... The the people who make the sausage, right? All the the <laughs> the sausage king. Who was that? I forget the sausage king. What that Abe Furman? Yeah, Abe Furman, the sausage king, Furman, right? Some? Yeah. Anyway, like the sausage manufacturers who always make all the sausage that had ninety percent market share. Now there's two hundred new sausage makers suddenly on the market, and people are going, "Well, I actually like their sausage better." And the people who have been at the top are going, whoa, 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 you don't, you don't know what they're doing over there. And it's like, well, no, they're doing the same thing you're doing. They're just, now well, more people can do it You're legally. right. And you know what? From a booster standpoint, the game has changed. Where it used to be, car dealer guy was the top rung. Yeah. It's like, well, right. I'm in with car dealer guy. Uh, he's going to pay me some money, going to give me a free car to drive around in. Now, like gambling company is the top rung. And car dealer guy is pissed off that they can't compete with gambling company guy. Could be. Absolutely right. It it has changed quite a bit. You're exactly right. But my point is, yes, it it is frustrating when you lose a player. I'm sure Florida State fans are, of course, out of their minds mad that they they lost the player. They should be out of their minds their program's irrelevant and that they suck. Well, (laughs) That's number one. But the thing was, they thought getting this number one recruit was going to change all that because, see, we got the number one recruit in college football. 
by the way, uh, Florida State, do you think that we all wouldn't have questions about that? Like, everyone is going to say, well, there must be something going on with name, image, and likeness for that kid to go to Florida State, right? Right. Why would he pick Florida State over a dozen other schools within a 200-mile drive of him? The answer had to be, there's some incentive to go there other than just what's been going on with that program. So they're mad that a lesser program than theirs was able to get a guy who they thought they should have, even though they probably shouldn't have had that guy. It's kind of a weird thing. How are the rest of the Big Ten teams stacking up with recruiting? We will tell you. Coming up next, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. On the east side, look out for a crash southbound 270 at I-70. It's going to be blocking the right lane, and you can expect delays there. On the west side, 270 southbound at 71, you have the left two lanes blocked. And back to the east side, westbound 70 as you approach Bryce Road. You have a stop-and-go traffic situation there from a crash. Look out for slow traffic on 670 westbound between 71 and 3rd Street as well. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities, get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Get in touch with your stupid. If worms had machine guns and Birds wouldn't be scared of it. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Dick Masheter Ford fan poll. Which AFC division leader has the best chance to reach the Super Bowl? Your choices. Patriots, who are 9-4. Chiefs, who are 9-4. Ravens, 8-5. Titans, 9-4. I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs on that one, as good as the Patriots have been. I'm going to go with the Chiefs, too. I am, though going to talk about the Titans here because they have managed to stay relevant enough yeah. despite Derrick Henry being gone. They're 9-4. and four. I don't think there's a way that the Colts catch them and the Titans lose that division even without Derrick Henry, but we've been hearing that Derrick Henry is trending towards playing in the postseason. Right. I saw something that said his his recovery time from his procedure that was done was going to be roughly two months, and that would be right at January 9th would be right around the two-month yeah, mark. Yeah, he's and that's on, he's on schedule, season. and he's looking good. I mean, him coming back fresh and that healthy. That would be huge. For the po- absolutely, if that'd be is, huge. If he, again, it, it'd be how, you know, how much game action is he ready for? You know, obviously, he's... When fully healthy and fully in the season, he's as good as anyone that's playing right now at their position. But how does that work when you're coming back from a surgery? That's that's or you know right? It was a surgery, right? Yes. So that's that's the whole other thing that I, we just don't know. Uh, today, 
is early signing period in college football or the signing period in college football because pretty much every single big-time player is signing today. Uh, Buckeyes have one of the best classes in the country. They have the number one class in the Big Ten. How does the rest of the conference stack up, T-Bone? Well, it's very interesting. This was floating around Twitter today, and I just double-checked it now. As of the current rankings, this is all 24-7 sports. They do their composite rankings, right, where they collect all the different rankings and put them together. So Ohio State number one, Penn State number two, Michigan number three in the Big Ten. Then it's Indiana, Michigan State, Rutgers, and Maryland rounding out the top seven. Indiana's number four, huh? Indiana's four. All right, as of right now, again, this is all their composite rankings. Uh, you know, there's various formulas they use. But what's interesting is if you noted all the names I just said there for the top seven, those are all Big Ten East schools. Now let me read you the rest of the conference. Eighth is Purdue. Ninth is Iowa. Tenth is Minnesota. Eleventh, Illinois. Twelfth, Northwestern. Thirteenth, Wisconsin. Eh. And fourteenth, eh. Nebraska. Eh. Now, some of that, let's let's be clear. Like Iowa, as of right now, has 11 commitments. Ohio State has 18. Penn State has 24. So that is going to skew the numbers, right? It's not All right. You're, you're, you have fewer Will you commitments. Click on Nebraska. I want to take a look at their class. Uh, yeah, Nebraska has 12 commits right now. They are ranked nationally number 57. What is the highest ranked recruit that they have? They, they have a four-star corner named Jaden Gould, six-two-one ninety, out of New Jersey. That they have, uh, he is signed. So that's a four-star guy. Everybody else they have is three-star below. Can you imagine? Look, I understand Nebraska is not what Nebraska was, and they may never be again. I get it. I think they can be better than this. That's why I'm shocked that they're sticking with Scott Frost. But can you imagine an Ohio State recruiting class with one four-star guy and then the rest Three-star guys. Can you imagine that? For comparative purposes, Ohio State has two five-stars, 14 four-stars, and two three-star guys. Penn State has one five-star guy, 15 four-star guys, and uh, eight three-star guys. And let's say that you know that you're never going to be that caliber of program. But now Nebraska is coming to terms with the fact that they can't even out-recruit the Indiana Hoosiers. In yeah. football. Here's what they will say to some level, I'm quite sure, is, well, some of our recruits are going to come back. We're going to get them in February or later. Also, we got a bunch of transfers, a bunch of Let me tell guys you something, taking man. advantage of when these you, extra years. When you are last in the Big Ten, you have no excuses. No, you don't. You have none. You're last. Yeah. But it, it, it's once again telling that, and I realize some of the, Iowa is ninth. Wisconsin is 13th because they just have so few players, but... It's it's telling that that side of the conference, the West, is where all the this year weaker recruiting is. Usually, Wisconsin is in the top three or four schools in the Big Ten in recruiting. Now they're not top three or four nationally, but that's that's pretty jarring to see them that far down. What Iowa was Nebraska ninth. in twenty twenty one? Can you tell me? Uh, Go back and look at their twenty twenty one class. I will, I will pull it up because I'm sure because they have nobody in this class. Which is why they're last. Okay. They must have had just a fantastic year last year. So they had 20 guys last year in that class. Okay. They were ranked fifth in the Big Ten, 20th nationally. So much better there. I mean, that's that's a lot better than where they are right now. Perhaps this class will come together. Like I said, they may still find that you got to remember with the Nebraskas of the world, too, they're offering players who may have waited on their decision because they want to see if 
their offers to the bigger schools are going to be making sense, right? You might have a kid that they're looking at who's a three- or four-star guy who says, well, I'd like to go play this other school, but if not, I'm going to play at Nebraska. And the other school wins the recruiting battle for a guy at their position. Yes, I, and then they I, I say, know. all right, never mind. I am going to sign with Nebraska, but, but I'm going to do that the next loser time. loser hanging out by the phone on Saturday night yep. looking to see if someone else's date has canceled so they can be the fallback option. Absolutely right. That's what Nebraska football is. The Cavs have done something they haven't done in 21 years. We'll discuss coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. You have several crashes on the east side, one on 70 westbound approaching Bryce Road. It's causing a backup from 256. You have another crash on the east side, southbound 270 at I-70. It's blocking the right lane. And a stalled vehicle westbound 70 at 270, also on the east side. And it's going to be on the right shoulder of the ramp to southbound 270. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts at Napa. When it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care, make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Don't worry. We don't get bones analogies either. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Happy Wednesday. On campus, all the news and notes you need coming up at 448. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer in the 5 o'clock hour. Jackets going to Edmonton. I got a nervous call from Rimmer before the show. Mm-hmm. We're going to be on a plane to Edmonton. If you have to get a hold of me, I will be flying. All right. Well, will you be back on land for the segment? Yes. Unless the plane crashes, we should be fine. <laughs> okay. Well, I hope oh, the plane doesn't crash. Talk to you at 530. For, for lots of reasons. One of them being we have this segment, but also just in general, that would yes, be horrible. The, the general loss of life, that would be a, that would a bad thing. But Yeah, then we'd have nothing to do at 534. That would suck. I think it's interesting when Rimmer doesn't consider the biggest story wouldn't be his inability to fulfill a no, promise. No, in his mind, it is. In <laughs> his mind, it's, well, we'll be dead, but who's going to do the segment? <laughs> it's like, there would be a slightly bigger issue going on there, buddy. Jeff Rimmer's funeral, sponsored by my friends, Byers Imports by the airport. That's right. That's what he would do. We would have it sponsored. Oh, he would. You know he'd have logos on his casket. Of course. You know it. He, he's going to follow through all the way. Uh, what did I tease? Oh, the Cavs have done done something they haven't done in 21 years. Yeah, so the Cavs are currently 17 and 12. They played a night, so this could change. But that is the first time this century Cleveland has been five games over 500 without LeBron James on the roster as a member of the team. The last time this happened was December of 2000. They were 15 and 10, and LeBron was not yet playing for the the Cavs. They have not been at five over 500 since that point without LeBron. Well, it's not the first time this century because he happened in 2000, right? No, like, well, 
Yeah, I guess you're all right. No, that's, that's, well, that, all right. Are we counting the year 2000? Fine. All right. Whatever. Are, are we then not? I guess not. I guess you're right. Do we look at the year 1900 and say, wow, that was the 1800s, no. really. Because some people do that where they're like, it starts technically in 2001 right. and it goes to, you know, the I'm next. Sorry, I asked. I'm not. They're saying because year one was year one. So, all right. whatever. Okay. 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 All right. Either way, the point I'm sorry, is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's been 21 years since this has sorry, happened. Sorry, I brought it up. You should be. How dare you? So the good news is if you were born on that day, you can have a drink now. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, you could, I think. So Yeah, 21. Yeah. Um, Kevin Love, by the way, in their game where they won against the Heat the other night. Your guy. He had 24 points, all of them in the second half. Yeah, he's awesome now. I don't know if he's awesome, but this team is playing really well, and that's exciting for Cavs fans. That's really good. And I can understand if you're a Browns fan and Cavs fan of saying, all right, well, Browns are over here. I'm going to keep paying attention. But how about those Cavs playing tonight, playing the Rockets? So who have been surprisingly good this year, all of a sudden they sucked to start the year and then they've kind of blown up and started playing really well. And part of that's been Jay Sean Tate. He's been really good. One of their best players. If anyone cares, I have more details to share about the latest spring football league to certainly fail the new USFL. A couple of weeks okay. ago, we told you about this and how Fox owns the league and it was going to start this spring. They're going to play all the games in Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, just in one location. Yes, there we all go. in one location. I guess they're going to, I don't know if they're going to bubble technically, but they won't be paying for travel. Right. Everyone will be local there in Birmingham, Alabama. I saw some more details about this today. So even though Fox owns this, NBC will be broadcasting some of the games. That's so here's, bizarre. It, it is weird, isn't it? So here's how this works. Fox Sports has 22 games. 12 on Big Boy Fox, 10 on FS1. NBC has 21 games. 8 on NBC, 9 on USA, 4 of them will be on the cock, on Peacock. Hmm. What is the incentive for NBC to do this? I don't know. Other Do they than just have nothing else to put on? I, you got me, man. I mean, I thought they were just out of trying to get extra things to put on television because they're losing NBC Sports Network, right? I mean, yes, they're not going to be having that past the start of January. That's gone. So they're essentially turning USA into a sports network now, right? But- Walker, Texas Ranger, and USFL games. <laughs> Is there uh yeah, Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw, don't forget that. I'll, I'll, I don't understand what the strategy is there, but here's the other thing I don't understand. Do they genuinely think people are going to tune in because of the nostalgia for the old USFL I don't know, man. I don't get it. I don't get it. People have not grasped this who make these spring football leagues. It's not that people want more football. They want more good football. But they want the traditions and they want the teams that they rooted for. I'm telling you, man, it, it would not be nearly as successful as the NFL. But all these NFL teams have to do is say, oh, yeah, this is called uh, Browns 2 or, you know, the Browns JV squad or whatever you want to call it. Right. Have the same thing for the Bears and play those games in the spring with guys who are not NFL roster but guys, see, but can work their way into it. That's it. You just, you do that, and then I have more of an interest to say, well, maybe some of these guys, and you say, all these players, if they're good enough, could make your team, because your team owns the rights to these players for the NFL, and then they play their season out. You, 
it, that would be a lot more interesting than just rando teams that I have no affiliation for and don't care about. Why do people watch spring training baseball? Because they want to see other teams do it. Because, right, it directly impacts their fandom for the spring and summer. Yep. Right? If spring training baseball was nothing but a thing for six weeks, and then every single player evaporated into thin air and only resurfaced next spring for spring training, no one would care. Now, maybe you're saying, well, the NFL did this with NFL Europe and nobody cared. The game Wrong. is the game is different now, first of all. People did care over in Europe, too. I mean, if you kept it going, it would have got... Tell me now it wouldn't be no, successful. No, of course it right would. Now, you can't, you can't you look to 25 years ago and say, see, it didn't work 25 years ago. <laughs> no, you need the NFL's involvement. You need to know that there can be uh, guys called up to the big squad sure. at some point. You want true minor league football. That's what people would watch. That's what I would watch. Tell me that you wouldn't watch. Let's say it was this. Let's say you put an NFL 2 team in every NFL city. and or, or maybe you go the other way and you give them close affiliations like we do with minor league baseball. Major right? League Soccer is doing this now. Where the crew, the yeah, crew's going to have crew 2. And they're going to play at historic crew stadium. But you can go watch reserves and guys who are with the team, academy players who are coming up, like 16, 17-year-old guys. They're going to give them a chance to play with the big squad and with pros. And then, yeah, that's going to be their pipeline to develop players who aren't playing in the regular starting lineup, but they think this guy has talent. He's just not ready yet. You can go watch those games. They will be cheaper. They will be more accessible. You can sit closer. And then you can get to know some of the players before they actually get up to the big club. This is, by the way, what they do in Europe for European soccer. They all have these reserve teams. All I'm saying is you could you can definitely think about, and maybe that's what the NFL is waiting to do. Maybe maybe the NFL is saying, we'll just let one of these spring leagues, we'll see if that ever works out. If it doesn't, who cares? But if there's ever a threat of a genuine spring league taking off, well, then we drop NFL too and squash them. And And instantly ruin whatever whoever's trying to do that we just take it over but we'll let someone else build up the audience for it get the yeah. appetite ready and then we'll say oh by the way the browns are now playing to in your spring. point though about the usfl and that marketing what's their target demographic a 60 year old man what you just said it people's argument against nfl europe is well that didn't work 25 years ago so now you're doubling down on another thing that didn't work 25 years ago? 25 years ago, 35 well, years, 40 years ago almost for the USFL. And I Triple know, H is producing the show today. Triple H, have you ever heard of the USFL? Uh, Doug Flutie, didn't he play for a team? He did play another for a team, but that's the extent of your <laughs> knowledge, right? I mean, there's no real brand recognition there. You're not going to tune in and say, oh, USFL, I remember this. The only thing I think most people know about the USFL, maybe... Is if you might know, like it was Herschel Walker, right, who went from Georgia to the USFL right. instead of going That's to the right. NFL draft. So that was one of their big gets. You might Steve know Steve Young played in the USFL, right? Warren Moon played in the USFL. But you probably, I would think the the majority of people who are aware of it, like more than just a couple of blurbs or headlines, it's probably from the thirty for thirty, yeah, where they did a thirty for thirty on what killed the USFL and all the problems that it had and how it eventually faded away. Yeah, the USFL did have more traction than the XFL and some of these other things, but all I'm saying is people care about things that impact the things they already care about. 
it is really tough to get me to care about a third football team. I already care about the Ohio State Buckeyes. I already care about the Cleveland Browns. I don't have a lot of room for a third football property that I'm supposed to be invested in. Unless you tell me that third property could have Ohio State Buckeyes on it, who could eventually become Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Then I'm way more interested in that. It'll fail. I, I don't understand why NBC's jumping in with, with Fox on this. But I, I, I could almost understand why Fox would want to do it. I don't know why they'd brand it the USFL because, well, we control everything. We control all the advertising dollars, right? All right. We don't have to rely on, uh, you know, Dick Ebersole's kid handling <laughs> finances. Sure. We're handling the finances. We're, we know we're on the up and up. Right. That's, right? I guess so I, that's it. I understand it from that standpoint, but I want to know what market research they saw that said, yes, first of all, we want the brand recognition of USFL, and that we're interested in more spring football. And by the way, XFL, for what it's worth, says they're coming back in 2023. <laughs> so another year, The Rock will have the XFL you, back. I'm telling you, if the NFL is smart, they're sitting there watching this going, we will wait until there is actually a viable market for this and where people are actually tuning into these games. There's not going to be one until they create it. Well, I'm saying, though, if they feel like it keeps getting brought up and keeps getting built up little by little by little... That's when they come in and say, oh, by the way, we're doing spring football now. See you all, to all you pretenders. And maybe they yeah. get some of the best talent from those places. They might find some people to run it, but that it's not going to be something where the NFL sits back and watches that and goes, we don't know what to do. No, they'll drop in with NFL too and then squash all that. It is signing day. Ryan Day speaking with the media today. You'll hear from the coach coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. 670 eastbound after 71. You have a crash causing slow traffic from 3rd Street. On the east side, southbound 270 at I-70, you have a crash blocking the right lane. And you have a crash on westbound 70 as you approach Bryce Road, along with the stalled vehicle blocking the right shoulder of the ramp from westbound 70 to southbound 270. A crash as well on Broad Street, west of 270 on the east side. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits from next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities get the parts you need when you need them that's napa know-how i'm chris harden for 97.1 the fan traffic common man here for care heating and cooling can i tell you a secret one of my joys in life is a good clean out once in a blue moon i will take it to the next level i have an air vent right over the toilet so when i know a wild ride is coming I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Broadcasting live from the Tacoma Dome, here's Man and Bone. Let me tell you about my friends at Columbus Men's Clinic. They have successfully treated thousands of men in Columbus. Today, I want to talk about low T, low testosterone. They have an expert staff to help with low T. There are many side effects of low T. Low energy, sleep is off, libido is down, depression. If you suffer from these things, you should get checked for low T. And if you're like most men, testosterone will increase your energy, better sleep patterns, better gains in workouts, and increased libido. Most men wait a year or longer. There's no need to wait. Don't suffer in silence. 
Call them today, 614-300-7400, or visit them online, columbusmensclinic.com slash bing bong. <laughs> I don't think that's what it actually is. I don't think you need to do bing bong. Columbusmensclinic.com. Actually, we had uh, one of our listeners send us a message that, because we were bringing up the bing bong thing earlier, and he said, I can't, oh, it was Jordan. He said, the whole bing bong thing going around on Twitter is completely different meaning for me because my mom used it when referring to a certain private part on, oh, of, yes. on a male body until yes. I was 10 years old. so If you've got a problem with your bing bong, call <laughs> my guys at Columbus Men's Clinic. They'll take care of it. They'll put some pep back in your bing bong. <laughs> pep in your bing bong. Put that on a t-shirt. Let's go. They'll put some bong in your bing bong. Is that right? Well, I got to check it out then. Actually... I don't know if you can do that. They should they they should do bing dong. Bing dong. <laughs> Hashtag bing dong. You're really only one letter off from what everyone's going for anyway. I'll let you figure out which letter that is. Uh, Ryan Day meeting with the media today. It's signing day. And so everybody pretty much signing on the dotted line. Just one, Gabe Powers, is waiting until Friday to do it. Here is Ryan Day and his initial thoughts on the class of 2022. When you look at our class, um, first off, I'm very excited about this class. I think that um, when you combined, uh, first off, the athletic ability and the potential these guys have to be really good football players, uh, that, that's one thing. But it's also the type of people that we have that are coming into this program. And I'm, I'm very excited about this class. Uh, I think the quality of the guys, you know, with 17 people, you know, we're going to expect to sign, you know, north of 20 here after the second signing period. But these 17 are as quality as, as you're going to get. All right. That's good to hear. I mean, I, I would not expect him to say, I really think we have sketchy personalities, but hey, we got, we got the guys we wanted. Like, I'm sure he did recruit, and I'm not saying that in a bad way. I'm sure he went out and recruited guys that they think are going to fit here. Now more than ever, that's important Absolutely. to get players that you think will want to stay at Ohio State versus after a couple of years, they may say, yeah, I don't know if I like it here. I don't think that makes you a bad person, by the way. I think that just means you've maybe changed your mind, but he feels confident the guys they brought in are, are more along that line who are going to stay here and want to see it through. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about the changing landscape in college football. After we're done, I want you to read that Jimbo Fisher quote. Do you have it? Yeah. All right. Here's Ryan Day talking about changing landscape. To say that I'm not, at the very least, concerned about what's going on right now across the country, um, you know, that wouldn't be accurate. Um, there's just a lot with it. But, but I will say that I think now more than ever, the focus has to be on relationships. Um, in, in this recruiting process. He's not wrong, and I'm not here to, to minimize everything and say that he has nothing to worry about, and it's all going to be fine, because I don't know if it's going to be fine, but this quote from Jimbo Fisher tells you that while it's different now, it's because a lot of this is out in the open. Yeah, he was on Feinbaum's show and, and was oh, laughing. Wow. Jimbo Fisher was laughing about this. He said, there's always been NIL stuff going on. It just wasn't legal said, now it's all out in the open. Back then, nobody told nobody. That's the, I said it earlier. You ate the sausage, you enjoyed the sausage, you didn't care how the sausage was made. Now, before you eat the sausage, they give you a tour of the slaughterhouse and you don't like it so much. The sausage still tastes the same, it's still made the same way. But now you've, you've been privy to this. You're seeing this. And from a college football standpoint, maybe that's not the type of marketing they want. And eventually down the road, they change things up to where it's a more salary-based approach 
Well, that, you've hit the nail on the head. If your complaint is, well, the, over here in this state, you can do this, but in this other state, you can do that. It's like, yeah, it's almost as if some national collegiate yeah, the NCAA athletic association this whole thing up. should have come up with some guidelines prior to all of this. They had years to do this. They had years to do this on their terms. You know what you could do, too? You could say, here's a flat salary for everyone who plays college football. Here you go. This is what it is. This is what you get paid to play college football. And it's, you know, maybe slight adjustments for living expenses in certain areas. But beyond that, it's pretty much the same rate. And then then you could go and say, that's now you're getting paid for your time. You're an employee. You have it, you know, get a W, what is it? W2, whatever. Like, that's it. Then Then we don't have to have this conversation. But since nobody wanted to do that, now you've got, you know, gaming companies coming out saying, here's millions of dollars to go play at a school that... Shocked everyone with the number one recruit. Here, here's Texas saying we're going to give you fifty grand every year to play at our school. That every school's doing it different. Every state's doing it different, and that's all because the NCAA screwed it up. Uh, here is Ryan Day talking about how recruiting in a transfer portal era is challenging. You know, somebody could could say uh, on our team could say that they're they're coming and leave tomorrow too. So I mean, it's just like you said, uh, this is just a start, and it's just a, a starting point. Because, shoot, we've already had somebody that was supposed to be in this class come and leave. It's something that we have to be, be able to adapt to and adjust to and you know try to do the best we can along the way to communicate and build those relationships. But it's certainly very, very new and it's moving very fast. And, and again, his struggles are real. I understand that. That has to be really frustrating when you think you make an emotional connection with someone and then that person tells you early on in the relationship... I'm not feeling it. I'm going to go someplace else. I understand how that's challenging from a coaching perspective. But these guys have been restricted for so long where the only way they could transfer is if they sat out an entire year. Right? right. Yeah. Now, it's it's like, is it healthy? Uh, well, who's, the, who's the idiot? Josh Duggar. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Josh Duggar going to prison, terrible guy. Maybe he would have been a terrible guy anyway in any situation in any family. But it's almost like during your formative years when you're a teenager and your hormones are swirling and you're, it's expected of you that you not look at girls, not think about things a certain way. No, bury all your emotions. You don't feel Pret- that pretend way. Pretend like it doesn't exist. Right. right. We we're, we're, can't see a girl's knees. Because that would be off-limits, impure thoughts, all of that. Then one day they say, well, oh, congratulations, you're a man. You can go do whatever you want. Right? Yeah, you're, you're, some, married, you're married now. Go have as much sex as you want. I think your point there is some people live in that system, respond to that system, and they're fine. That's right. Other people Others don't. go cuckoo and crazy when they're let out of that. And maybe he would have done that anyway, but your point that's is what well I'm, taken. Right, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. And it didn't we help. See, we see it with the Amish. What do they call it? Rumspringa? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. I've lived under this rule for my entire life. Now I'm going to go out, and instead of just having a good time with my friends and buying a gently used Toyota Corolla, it's how much blow can I do off of this stripper's <laughs> ass? And that's where I think the transfer <laughs> portal is right now, where for a long time we've said you can't go anywhere. Yeah, unless right. you sit out an entire year. And now players have all this newfound freedom. They're saying, wait a minute, I can take this money, I can go this place, I can change my mind, I can hashtag boom it on social media. I'm doing all of that. The NCAA, over the years, could have reined all of this in, 
where players had an appropriate amount of movement, they could make an appropriate amount of money, all within the framework that they designed. Instead, they ignored it, and they're surprised when Rumspringa happens. Yeah, of course. My only other side of that is, you know, if it's, if it makes Ryan Day's job tough, well, you know who else's job is tough? The governor's job is pretty tough. You get paid more than the governor. Like, I'm, I'm not saying that towards Ryan Day. I'm saying that about all these coaches that are making eight, nine, ten million dollars, five million dollars, whatever you're making. You're making more than the governor of your state, most likely. They've got to make tough decisions, too. They got tough jobs. They're not getting paid as much as you. So if your job got tougher, I feel for you, but I don't feel that much. Get the job done. You're getting paid a lot of money to get the job done. Dabo Swinney is a bigger hypocrite than ever. Details next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. On the south side, you have a crash westbound 270 at 71. It's blocking the left lane, causing a backup from US 23. And on the west side, or uh, south side, I should say again, uh, eastbound 270 after US 62, you have a stalled vehicle that blocks the left center lane. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits. From next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities, get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Fat and happy. Hey, one out of two isn't bad. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Tonight on The Fan, let me tell you what you have. You have the Buckeye Show, signing day edition, at 6 o'clock. Then at 7 o'clock tonight, it's the Inside Edge Jackets conversation. 8 o'clock tonight, it's more signing day stuff with 11 Warriors. There you go. 9 o'clock tonight, it's the Browns preview show, the COVID edition. Mm-hmm. 10 o'clock tonight, Panama Ted and Leanna eating chicken. You think so? Yes. Okay. Go Not speaking, just, just eating chicken. I want to eat chicken right now. It sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. I mean, when does it not? But especially now, I'm hungry. Well, you know what? The Raisin Canes in Powell yeah. is open now. Oh. It opens at 4 and it closes at 6. A.M.? No. Oh. Man, that'd be some it's open weird two hours. hours a day. Yes, two, because uh, two hours a 4 day. Four p.m. to six p.m. isn't weird hours. No, I, <laughs> it is. you want to why, check that out? Why? I mean, I, I don't know. Let why. them live. They know their business better than I do. But why even open? Like, I, I would assume it. Like, you have to pay people to work there, right? People who are working there want to work for two hours, and that's it. I don't know. What to tell I would you. think you'd want to work more hours to get more money. On campus, coming up at 4.48, name-dropping with Jeff Rimmer at 5.34. Dabo Swinney, Clemson head coach. To mm-hmm. me, the most inconsistent guy in college sports, in a sport full of inconsistent guys, yes. by the way. Yeah, it is. But, you know, my big problem with college football coaches is, when appropriate, they are executives of a Fortune 500 company. You know, when a player gets in trouble or it's not working out for some reason... Then they have to teach the hard life lesson 
moving on from that player. Right? Well, yeah. I'm just here to win football games. This guy didn't fit in, and good luck in your future endeavors. Also inappropriate, they're the highest paid guidance counselors in the history of the world. Absolutely. And that's how Dabo Swinney came off today. Now, today is signing day. You would think it would be a cause for celebration at a big program like Clemson, except Dabo Swinney was kind of a downer today. Here's what he had to say at his uh, media availability. It's crazy. It's really sad, to be honest with you, talking about the transfer portal. There's right around 2,000 kids in the portal. Most of them don't have anywhere to go. There's so much tampering going on and so many adults manipulating young people. It's sad, but you know, it is what it is from that standpoint. Hmm. You've got a lot of young people that there's a time and a place, but most of the kids are in there when they shouldn't be in there. All right. There's other quotes I have to read from Dabo Sweeney, but let's focus on that one. I love the quote about there's so much tampering going on and so many adults manipulating young people. Oh, Dabo Mm. Swinney and his coaching staff's principal job during this time of year is to go to someone's house and manipulate them into coming to play football for him. So he's all for manipulation as long as you're qualified to do it. And he clearly is. Yeah. Right. But, you know, misguided parents or uncles or friends who say you know you can do better at this other school go in the portal we're all about teaching life lessons turning these people into into men yeah right that can go out and contribute to society but i guess that doesn't also include making mistakes he's not wrong that there are a lot of guys in this transfer portal that probably shouldn't be there and they'll figure that out eventually maybe they'll fall on their face i have no idea but don't they have the right to fall on their face well, you know what else there is in life that I know it's not his business. It's not his thing. He doesn't necessarily have to care about it. But there are a lot of people right now who probably could have found a way to get to college if they were told of every avenue and every opportunity who are instead working at a fast food job because they think there's no other way out. They think this is all they're ever going to do. Like there there are people in life sometimes who make bad decisions, right? Life's what? full of those right. people. Or people who don't have enough information or exactly didn't get right. good information. Exactly right. Weren't told of the different things that could happen that might might change their situation. In college football, yes, there's a lot of that too. There's also a lot of people in your ear. But Dabo is decrying this. Let me ask this question about manipulating young men. Was um DJ Uyangalale when he there's a photo of him that was a meme this year because, you know, Clemson sucked and he wasn't great. And it was a picture, a real picture of Dabo and DJ and a few other people on a private jet. And he's pointing out the window. And I guess the photo actually is him pointing out saying, look, there's there's our stadium. You know, you can see it. They were landing him in this plane. And it was the the you know, the the meme became, look down there, that's where you're going to throw a bunch of interceptions. Look down there, that's where you're going to lose. Like, they were making fun of him, but it was a real photo he took of him with a big-time recruit mm-hmm. pointing on a, private, on a jet. private jet. Is that not manipulation? No. He's what qualified to manipulate. He's qualified. I just He makes $9 million a year. He's qualified. Guys like Dabo Swinney want to talk about how it's not fair for these kids. They can't think for themselves. They need a guidance counselor like me to come in but if another person says, well, I think I could be their guidance counselor, he's like, oh, 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 hey, what are you trying to do? Manipulate this young kid into doing something he shouldn't do? Well, no, but you, you're you saying that because you maybe you're right on some level, but 
His motivation is not pure, and it drives me crazy problem, when he acts like it is. Is that there? There are real conversations to be had about this system. Dabo Swinney is not the guy to start those conversations. No, because he's part of the problem. Here's no, another no quote one. from him. No, some of the lessons we're teaching young people, I don't think it's going to benefit them well as they move through their life. Mm. It's something everybody has to manage and deal with. There are no consequences. There's no rules. I'm all for transferring. I personally think we should let them go wherever they want. I just think they should sit a year, and then you get that year back upon graduation. What we've done is de-incentivize and devalue education, and I think that's the wrong approach. Yes, right, Dabo. Dabo Swinney <laughs> and his millions of dollars uh, paid to win football games is talking about how we've devalued the education part of this. Again... I don't blame someone for participating in the system that exists, right? We we could go all the way to the Hamptons with is. I like how you've adopted that. It's by a the great. Way. It, it's it makes a great me phrase. so happy. We could we could have a legitimate discussion with probably lots of disagreement, but we could have a real discussion about is capitalism like the best system in the world, or maybe are there better ways? You know, you hear about horrible stories, people working in factories making no money. Terrible work conditions. That That is one of the downsides, right? We can have that conversation, but it is tough if you run Amazon to have that conversation. You know what I mean? Yes. Or if you run Walmart, it is tough to say, guys, I don't know about capitalism. It has flaws. All right. Well, you're the one. You're one of the people perpetuating that system. If you don't like it, do something about it. Dabo, if you're saying they are devaluing education on college campuses, that's cool. Go take a $9 million haircut and say, I want that $9 million a year to go to the English department or the math department or this anywhere but on the football side because it needs to go there because that's important. If you're not willing to do that, then you probably should shut up about how College educations are being devalued around college athletics. You're part of that, Dabo. He says it's total chaos right now. Tampering galore, kids being manipulated, grass is greener and all that stuff as opposed to putting the work in and graduating. There's no consequences. So now you've got agents and NIL tampering. You have no consequences. No consequences equals no conscience. There's no reason for pause, no barrier for young people, oh, like nothing. Lord. Education is the last thing now. Oh. Just again. He's just again, a simple guidance counselor. He's when, a simple caveman. Dude, all right. If it legitimately, let's say you go to Ohio State. You've grown up an Ohio State fan. Your family has Ohio State crap all over the house. You go to Ohio State. You get there. It's a great school, right? But let's say you get to main campus. You're lucky enough to do that. And when you get there, you realize you are one of, what, seven, 8,000 kids in the freshman class? You realize there are 40,000 people on campus, plus all the you know administrators and teachers and professors and everybody else. And you feel like, man, I am just a teeny tiny little fish in this ocean, and I don't feel like I'm connecting. I don't like this. This is not for me. And so then maybe you're fortunate enough you can go to a place like Capitol or Otterbein or somewhere else. Is that wrong to do? Is there a moral implication for doing that? Or is that just you saying, I don't like where my situation is right now. I'm going to change and go somewhere else. If you're fortunate enough to do that, I don't think that makes you a bad person. That means you as an 18-year-old or 19-year-old might have made a poor decision for your freshman year. 
What is any different about that than a guy who goes and signs up to play for Dabo and after a year says, I don't like this guy, I don't like this team, I don't like where I'm playing, and yeah, my schooling, whatever, but I'm here to play football. I'm going to go to this other place to play football because I think I could play better over there. That's what I don't understand. Why is that immoral to do that, but a college student doing it anywhere else is fine? That first paragraph of of quotes that I read you, Dabo was talking about how you got thousands of kids in this transfer portal that have no business being there, and it's not going to work out for them. And then in that last one, he talks about how there's no consequences. There are going to be consequences. Sure. All right. Some of these some of these kids will not have places to go, will not have viable options. They will land flat on their face. That Dabo is a consequence. Also, let's say you transfer from Clemson to Texas A&M. One of the things you have to do is like transfer everything in your life over to Texas A&M. You got to you got to move like why does he think that's not a big deal? I, why do we think that's just like, oh, do we have teleportation and instant everything's filled out for you? Or do you still have to go through life? If someone's willing to make that choice, let them do it. Dabo, if you want them to stay at Clemson, make it better at Clemson. That's what I would say. All the news and notes you need as we go on campus coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Look out for a crash blocking the left lane southbound 270 after Tuttle Crossing. Another crash on the south side eastbound 270 after US 62 blocking the center lane. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts. At Napa, when it comes to serving you, their motor never quits from next day delivery to curbside pickup. To getting involved with local communities, get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. The podcast is brought to you by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. I end every commercial the same way, telling you to hire care when you need a company you can trust. It's not just a slogan. It's the Care Creed with arms wide open. The way they live their life and the way they strive to be remembered by you, the customer, at the end of every interaction with Care. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. On campus, coming up in mere moments. Before we do on campus, here's an uplifting story for you. All right. Um, I know that I was... I, my heart was warmed when I read this. O.J. Simpson's parole has ended. So he is a completely free mm. man. Oh, well. He can move where he wants and take pictures with people. Look, O.J. Simpson is a murderer, and I wish he was in jail. That's not my opinion. That's fact. But to me, at this point, he's not the worst person in the world. The worst person in the world who goes who is the person who goes up to O.J. Simpson and says, Can I have my picture taken with you? And that happens every damn day day mm-hmm. oh yeah I, I i don't know if he's on like cameo or one of those sites but if he is i'm quite sure he does good business i'm quite sure there's people who pay to have him say little messages or whatever he does autograph uh shows <sighs> people line right. up so can i get my picture with the juice I, I that's crazy man can i you, just can you write i didn't do it on the football yeah <laughs> you know that's different right than pete rose saying i bet on baseball like we get that i hope the Pete Rose, yeah, he, he he did some bad things, and that was no good, and he shouldn't have, you know, bet on baseball. But 
It's a little different than yeah, a little what different. OJ's saying when bit. he's like, I didn't do it, you know, or if I did it, ha ha ha. Yeah, we're talking about murder, just FYI. On campus. Common Man and T-Bones. On campus, the latest college sports news and notes. Sponsored by Logan AC and Heat Services. Don't go through another furnace breakdown. For fast, friendly service, call the experts at Logan Services now for a free estimate and next day furnace installation. Bone. Well, man, I hate to bring it up, but we got to bring up the fact that uh, Team Up North got a couple of decent commitments today. First off, defensive lineman Derek Moore, top 100 player, who was a flip. From Oklahoma, one-time Oklahoma commit. He announced his commitment to Michigan this afternoon. Uh, he is six foot four, two hundred fifty pounds, number twelve defensive lineman, number seventy nine pros- prospect. What that too uh, in the country? So that is a good get for them on the defensive line. And unfortunately, they got nice get on the offensive side too. They got a wide receiver commit, four star receiver Darius Clemens who will be jumping over. He picked Michigan over Auburn and Oregon. He is from Oregon. Westview High School in Portland is where he's from. Six foot three, 205-pound receiver. That's a big dude. Yeah, let him live. That's a, a good... I mean, again, we'll find out if he can play or not, but there's a couple of commits there just to keep an eye on the team up north. Ohio State still has the better class from the rankings as of right now, so that's always good to hear. This story I find interesting, Taj Boyd. Former Clemson quarterback, you probably remember him if you watched college football any time in the last decade. You may have seen some of his highlights. Anyway, he's now out of football. I think he got drafted by the Jets, was in the league for a little bit, did end up sticking. Now he's into coaching, and he is on Clemson's staff as an offensive assistant. Well, he's also an eligible bachelor, to the point that the TV show, The Bachelorette, called him and said, would you like to be on the cast of The Bachelorette this year? Would you like to join? And he declined, saying, as much as I'd like that opportunity, I'm trying to pr- pursue this coaching gig. I'm going to do it. So there you go. He he talked about this, apparently, on why it's so important to him to be a part of Clemson. And that's a very good thing to put out on National Signing Day, right? That's kind of what you're trying to do is convince people to eschew other opportunities and go to Clemson. But that's what Taj Boyd's doing. Let him live. I could have been sucking face on national television. Right. Instead... I'm here with all of you. That's right. So he is staying on campus. Spencer Rattler transfers from one campus to another. He is the former Sooners quarterback, Oklahoma. No longer his destination, though. He is going to South Carolina, where he will be joining up with Shane Beamer, who is their head coach. They have a long history of bad quarterbacks at South Carolina. He'll Uh, fit right in. (laughs) There you go. Absolutely. So anyway, if you want to watch him, you have to watch the ASEC Uh, where he may get overrun slightly. Moving over to college basketball. This was announced yesterday. I think it's a cool matchup. I'll highlight it again in case you missed it. The Indiana Hoosiers and Kansas Jayhawks are doing a home-and-home next season. Home-and-home. 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 December 17th, 2022 will be that matchup in Lawrence, Kansas. The return game, December 16th, 2023 in Bloomington. So that's cool. I, I like seeing two big programs schedule not a neutral site matchup, but a home and home. Home and home. So that's nice. And I missed this story from over the weekend, but uh, did you hear about Arizona's basketball team trying to get to their game against Illinois? No. This was an issue. So they had to divert. They're supposed to fly into Champaign. Couldn't land in Champaign. So they had to. To Windy and Champaign. Yes. Well, we know that, right? So they had to divert to Indianapolis, which is a two hour drive from the campus of Illinois. They were going to get buses, but the buses were going to take a while. This was on Friday night. Their game was on Saturday. 
the coaches and players decided we'll just take an Uber. So they got as many Ubers as they could find that would make the two-hour trek mm. from Indianapolis to Champaign. Apparently, a one-way trip on Uber or in an Uber from Indianapolis to Champaign is $127 average cost. So figure out how many people would have to fit in that for an entire basketball team. And it's quite a bit of money, but they did it. And it worked out okay because they played this game on Saturday in Arizona, beat Illinois 83-79. to If you've missed anything from the first two hours of the program, we got you covered with the rundown. Coming up, Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Look out for a crash that blocks the left lane southbound 270 after Tuttle Crossing. You also have a crash on the right lane of the ramp from southbound 270 to I-70. This report is sponsored by Napa Auto Parts at Napa when it comes to serving you. Their motor never quits from next day delivery to curbside pickup to getting involved with local communities. Get the parts you need when you need them. That's Napa know-how. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. And from every dime a dog night in the Midwest, here's Man and Bone. Three hours a day, every single day. Do it. Tell your friends. We have a special going on here at the radio station. You get a special referral fee if you refer a friend to the program. Oh, what's the referral fee? Mm. Well, mm. it's $1 million, Bone. I'm glad you asked. $1 wow. million. Wow. Just for... Now, I said earlier today, if you subscribe to the podcast, that's a million. If you refer a friend, that's another million. And what day is it today? It's the 15th? Yeah. Double it. Du- du- <laughs> you double it on the 15th. I, uh, That's $4 million. $4 million. I, Subscribe to the podcast. Refer a friend. Hayden, have you ever listened to our podcast? Please say no. I have not. Also, okay. if you follow me on Twitter, HaydenH971, I'll give you a million dollars. Look at that. Well, hang on. I was... Wait. Okay. Double it. Six I'm, million. So I am following you, so that's one for me. And then Hayden, have you heard about that's for new followers today? Common Man and T Bones podcast. You should go check uh, it out. I waited. To, I'm waiting till you guys do the million dollar promo. And so now I'm going to go do it. So okay, I've been good. Waiting. So so that's I, how many do I get so far? I get two million or doubled three million. I don't know what I got. I, I'm confused. You've got a lot of math going. A lot of millions anyway, though. The point is, I'm it's a phrase of praise. So anyway, this is my last show. I'm quitting uh, because I have three million dollars, so I don't need to do this anymore. I so. would. I wouldn't quit. You wouldn't? No, I would just be more offensive than ever. Well, that's what I mean. It's either that or I get fired because we just do one show where we both have millions and millions of dollars. Yes, that would be the best show ever. The million wouldn't dollar. It? You know what we should call it? The million dollar show. You will know if you are ever listening to us and one of us has hit the lottery and we've decided to share our winnings with the rest of the show because you will just hear the intro play and either Mike or I will say, it's million dollar show day and you're going to just... Find something to record it, because it will be three hours if they let it, and then that will be it. We will be gone. You will never hear from us again. I've actually, you know, I take great pride whenever somebody says to me, are you just trying to get fired now? 
Somebody said that to me the other day. They said, hey, when you do those Columbus Men's Clinic ads, <laughs> are you trying to get fired? No. No, you're they, not. They like it. You're not trying to get fired yet. Got to get the millions. You'll know. Then you- <laughs> the line will be very clear. Rundown. Let's do it. Common Man and T-Bones. The Rundown. The Rundown. Sponsored by Krieger Ford. Visit them online at KriegerFord.com. Home of the Krieger Commitment. Best cars. Best people. Peace of mind. Here's how I know that Triple H is going to do well in the radio business. First time he opened up the microphone today, what did he do? Promoted himself. That's exactly what you got to do. That's right. That's what you got to do. Shameless self-promotion for Triple H. Good for you, he Triple H. fit right in with the rest of us idiots. Jackets lose to the Canucks last night. Gave up a three-goal lead. Were vastly outplayed in the second and third. This is a, a pattern with this team. They gave up a lead the other night in Seattle, but they wound up winning that game. But... You know, long stretches of these games where they look like they don't even belong on the ice. Yes, they're young. Yes, they're inconsistent. But you don't like to see it. They're in Edmonton tomorrow night. Other Jackets news today. The game against Calgary on Saturday has been postponed because Calgary is dealing with COVID issues seemingly like the rest of the sports world. There are a couple of other little updates uh, from the COVID side of things. I just saw Adrian Wojnarowski from, you know, ESPN NBA reporter said NBA and the Players Association discussing modified COVID protocols. Sources tell us ESPN. Uh, they also said that they are updating a few of the other things that they think might help with this, but they are basically very concerned about the uptick in positive cases. Uh, they also, I saw that Albert Breer tweeted about the NFL's doctor that they uh, refer to, whose name escapes me. I'm trying to pull the tweet back up, uh, but either way, he has advised teams today that they think a lot of the uptick is from the Omicron variant and that while that is more contagious, they do believe it to be a less severe version of COVID, obviously. They are saying this will change the NFL's thinking on their current COVID protocols. I don't know what that means yet. Yeah, I don't know if that means more testing or right. no testing. My point is, where we are right now, it appears on Wednesday afternoon, is that most of these leagues are looking at this and saying, we can't sit around for another month and just see what happens. It sounds like, I would bet in the next less than a week, you will see changes to whatever is currently out there for COVID protocols in probably all the major sports leagues that are currently going, so... NFL, NBA, NHL, I think we'll all be making changes some way, shape, or form over the next few days. More Browns problems today with uh, Corona. Stefanski is a positive, so he's working virtually. Baker Mayfield is a positive. So both those guys are fully vaccinated. In theory, if they throw two negative tests in a 24-hour span, they can be available on Saturday because that game is on Saturday this week against the Raiders, but it does not look good for those two guys to be part of the game plan. Uh, no, it doesn't. And I wonder because I think it's 11. Well, it was 11 starters that were currently listed as being unavailable, but I just saw within the last couple hours that David and Joku has tweeted that it, you know, sucked to be away. Good to be back. Let's get to work. So he apparently has been cleared off the COVID-19 list and is back with the team. So that'll help a little bit, but I do wonder this, Mike. I'm not obviously wishing for anybody to get COVID, obviously, but there are a lot of Browns fans today panicking about 
I would be, I'm panicked about the amount of players that may be unavailable. That's bad. What I'm not getting is the people who are saying, no Baker, no Kevin Stefanski. What will happen with this offense? Well, the, there are a lot of Browns fans I've been listening to who say, I'm not sure Stefanski's making the right calls. I wonder if someone else could do that, what it would look like. Similarly, we've seen plenty of people, including myself, saying, if Baker is so ouchy, maybe it makes sense for Case Keenan to play a game or two and let Baker get healthier. You may have that happen through no you know, decisions that the Browns are making. That may be still something that happens this weekend. I don't think the game is just completely lost if Case Keenum starts for the Browns. If you have 11 starters out, that's going to be different. But I don't think Case Keenum can't go out there with a good game plan if he does have, you know, a running game, if if his defense is mostly solid. Yeah, he can go out there and win this football game for you. So we'll find out what happens. But definitely a big situation right now for the Browns. And today is the start of the early signing period in college football. Ryan Day meeting with the media today. 17 signees for the Buckeyes today. Let's go down the list. Two five-star guys who signed today. Linebacker C.J. Hicks out of Dayton and Sonny Styles, safety slash possibly linebacker out of Pickerington. Uh, both of those guys, good gets for Ohio State. But Sonny Styles is the one who recommitted. Uh, son of Lorenzo Styles as well, former Buckeye. Four-star commits are the rest of these, most of them. Devin Brown, quarterback from Utah. He's four stars. Caleb Burton, wide receiver from Austin, Texas. Uh, Kenyatta Jackson, edge rusher from Florida. Caleb Brown from Chicago. He's a wide receiver. Caden Curry, we just heard about yesterday. Big commit there, a defensive lineman from Indiana that the Buckeyes picked up. Keon Grays from Arizona, wide receiver. Tegra Chabola, who is an offensive tackle from Westchester. Six six three fifty. He's my guy. His name's Tegra. Yeah. Uh Kojo Antwi, who is a wide receiver, six foot, one ninety, four star guy out of Georgia. Jair Brown, Ohio, uh, Westchester, Ohio corner. Uh he's four star. Dallin Hayden, he is from Tennessee, running back. George Fitzpatrick, tackle from Colorado. Ryan Turner from Florida, corner. Uh Kai Stokes, who is an athlete slash, I think they're gonna put him at safety, four star guy. Uh, the three stars that you have left over in the class, Bennett Christian, tight end uh, out of Georgia, and Avery Henry, St. Clairsville product, a tackle. Those are your three-star guys. Oh, and and we forgot, Gabe Powers did not commit today, but He'll is expected to commit on Friday. So if you're wondering, why didn't you name him? Well, because he hasn't done it yet, but he will. So there you go. Big swerve in college football recruiting today. Corner Travis Hunter. Depending on which service you look at, he was number one in the entire 2022 class, not just among corners, the number one prospect in the class on 24-7. ESPN has him at number two. He's been committed to Florida State since March of 2020. He did not sign with Florida State today. Instead, he signed with Jackson State. Yes, Jackson State He is the first five-star high school football prospect to sign with an FCS team since ESPN started doing these rankings back in 2006. Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, is the head coach at Jackson State. And upon signing with Jackson State, reports are he also signed a multi-million dollar NIL contract with Penn National Gaming, which is Barstool's gambling entity. Hey, man, let him live. I know some people feel like this is the downfall of college athletics, but the reality is, no. Was it millions of dollars? 
probably not for most recruits, but you're telling me the number one overall prospect in previous classes to this one didn't get anything, didn't have promises of things, didn't find money that you know their relatives were suddenly. Jimbo Fisher said to it today. Jimbo Fisher said this is all. This has always been going on. Now we just know about it. It's out yeah. in the open. He said on Paul Feinbaum's show, nobody told nobody. That's that's how he phrased it, which sounds about right. But yeah, man, I'm I'm I understand people who are concerned about this being the Wild West. Here is the one thing that is frustrating, and this is nothing against Travis Hunter. Let him live. They want to give you millions of dollars, go get it, man. And and have fun playing for Coach Prime. I think that's that's not bad. You can learn a lot from a guy who played in the NFL and he can teach you a lot about what it takes to get there. Awesome. Go do that. But there is a problem in the sense that in the state of Florida, the deal that Travis Hunter took is not a deal the state of Florida currently allows college athletes to sign. So that's where you have this issue that in some states, the laws are different. They are allowing players to make different amounts of money or the type of endorsements they can do. And that changes state to state. So that does put some schools at a disadvantage to other schools. Now, Really, when you think about it, Jackson State being an FCS school, I don't even think if you put laws in place to protect, air quotes, a school, it would be designed to protect Florida State from Jackson State. You know what I mean? It would be the other way around. But the goal should be with these laws to come up with something that is equal across the board so that you can pick any school you want to and get the same type of, uh, you know, opportunity there. But that's where the NCAA dropped the ball. That's why, among others, they deserve blame for this. Rundown. The Rundown. Former Auburn head coach Gene Chizik is stupid. I'll tell you why coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Look out for a vehicle fire blocking the right lane northbound 315 at Goodale Street. It's causing a backup from West Broad Street. You have a crash as well on Hamilton Road south of Livingston Avenue. This report is sponsored by Staples Stores. Staples has custom packing materials, shipping supplies, and services. This Friday through Sunday, get 50% off of UPS Ground and Express Shipping Services. Ship Express by the 21st so they get there in time for the holiday. In-store only, offer ends 12-19. Visit staplesconnect.com slash shipping. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. I was talking to my annoying friend, Duchess Kumquat. She was retelling a very dramatic story about how her and Lord Beaverqueef were stuck sleeping in a very hot room because their janky air conditioning unit took a crapola. They were so hot and sweaty, it took them out of the mood for getting hot and sweaty. Don't be like Kumquat and Beaverqueef. Call my friends at Care Heating and Cooling. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company Beaverqueef can trust. Getting fatter and angrier by the minute. This is Common Man and T-Bone. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer is coming up at 534. Before we get to the Gene Chizik stuff, Mm. I mean, this is almost like we're just making this up at this point, but it's real. Former Jags kicker Josh Lambeau tells the Tampa Bay Times that Urban kicked him when he was still with the team. 
this, and called this, him names and bullied him. You know, so Triple H is producing the show today, and, and right as we went to commercial, he's like, there's a story in here about Josh Lambeau getting kicked by Urban Meyer. I'll send it to you. And we both thought, like, Josh Lambeau was going to say, like, yeah, he's just weird. He's just kind of kicking me, and it was bizarre. Like, we thought it was going to be, like, Urban trying to make a joke. I thought it was going to be Josh Lambeau making a joke because because all this stuff has been coming out about Urban, and I thought Josh Lambeau was going to come out and say, well, if you thought that was bad, I mean, he just kicked me right in the face. (laughs) And we all know it's sort of a joke. But no, he's being serious. He said that Urban, while he was squatting down, came up behind him and kicked him, called him a name, said, start making your effing kicks or whatever he said to him, and that Josh Lambeau reported this to his agent who then in turn contacted legal counsel for the Jags. And he was released after he missed his first three kicks of the season, but this is just par for the course. I mean, let's look, man, oh, this team's 2-11, but there's so much other stuff swirling with Urban Meyer. If there was any doubt, and I don't think there was, but if there were any doubt that Urban Meyer would not be back for year two, this pretty much was just putting the dirt right on the coffin. Well, this story. Let's just talk about two, man. Urban has won a lot of football games. He has done a lot in recruiting. He has won championships, right? Three of them in college. But this is one of the dumbest motivational tactics I think I've ever heard of. Jim Gaffigan, who's a comedian, has a bit about what does a bowling coach do? Like for a bowling team, what does the coach do? And his joke is that he goes up behind the guy, right? As he's about to, you know, throw the bowling ball down the lane and says, Timmy, this time, I want you to knock down all the pins. He's like, are you sure, coach? And he's like, trust me. And that's what I feel like this strategy is from Urban or any coach who does this to a kicker. It's like, hey, make your kicks. Make your kicks. It's like, well, what do you think he's trying to do? That's the goal. Coach, I've really been trying to miss all of them so that I get released. Well, if you miss no, I'm going to kick you. And it's like, oh, well, now I got I'll motivation to trying, make them. I'll stop trying to miss them. What a dope he is, man. If this is what he actually thinks works, especially like, again, bad enough if you're doing that in college, that is horrible and stupid, and he should have been fired if he was doing that. You're doing this to professionals. You're not going to have anyone like you. You, No one is going to follow you or do what you say. Remember, though, you watch your language. Because Urban's getting bullied oh, here. I, you know, I'm sorry, I forgot. Urban's getting Urban bullied. Is, Urban is the victim in this story. I've That's been right. told that by a few people who, you know, former NFL players yeah, who have he's, said he's, he's, he's a victim. He is getting bullied by this NFL media that wanted to see him fail. What Now, what do we call it when someone walks up to a player who is like stretching? That's what Josh Lambeau was doing. Said he was in a lunge position and stretching and Urban just walks up to him and kicks him. Now, is that... Is that bullying? Now, in fairness, that seems to Urban, like bullying to me. He says that uh, here's what Josh Lambeau said about the kick. It certainly wasn't as hard as he could have done it, but it certainly wasn't a love tap. I'd register it as five out of ten, which in the workplace, I don't care if it's football or not. The boss can't strike an employee. And for second, I couldn't believe it actually happened. Pardon my, pardon my vulgarity. I said, don't you ever effing kick me again. Right. And his response was, I'm the head ball coach. I'll kick you whatever <sighs> the F I want. Dude, this guy is a grade A dummy. Urban is grade A idiot. If that's what he thinks works in the NFL, to walk up to a kicker and say, I'm the coach. I can kick you whenever I want. Yeah, well, all right. Go, go do it to Trevor Lawrence while you're at it. See how that goes. What an idiot this guy is. I can't believe any... Uh, I can't believe he won three championships right, from one idiot stupid. to another. Gene Chizik. God, these idiots. Gene Chizik. All right. 
Uh, Coach Gene Chizik on Twitter. You can follow him for nuggets of wisdom like this. Mm-hmm. So You got the hashtag. You'll get to in a second. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I'm saving it. So if you missed this story, Texas has a fund set up that every scholarship offensive lineman will get a $50,000 per year name, image, and likeness deal. Mm-hmm. That is for every lineman at Texas. Um, that is something that was set up, again, because their state laws allow it, and you can. That's set up by, I think, the coaches and some boosters. They got together. I think they call it like the Pancake Club, and you can go be a booster and support that, and it goes to just giving these guys extra money. All right. So that got them some pretty big talent in this latest recruiting cycle. Gene Chizik said this. Every scholarship offensive lineman at UT will get 50000 per year with a new NIL deal. Not to mention the $200,000 education. Americans struggle finding $50,000 a year jobs to feed their children next to $100,000 per player with no end in sight. Flawed system. Most money wins. Hashtag words of chisdom. <laughs> words of chisdom. That's my favorite part of it. Chisdom like chisic. I want to be very clear Got on it. the wording here. First of all, let's dive into that. All right. Uh, I'm willing to bet that a four-year education at Texas doesn't run you $200,000 in tuition. I don't know what it runs at this point. Am I, uh, who knows, man? But either way, sure, whatever it costs. It's not, let me tell you something. It's not $200,000. Okay, fine. Okay? Fine. Maybe we're factoring in room and board and books and lobster whatever. for every single meal. Whatever! Okay, as ridiculous as that is. I don't know anything about Gene Chizik in his personal life, but he strikes me as a guy that is not down with the commies. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Is that hold I don't on? Think hold on. Gene are Chizik you, is voting for Bernie Sanders. Are you doling out words of chisdom right now? I am. You know, I'm just. I'm speculating. I don't know the man. Okay. Okay. That's not a, a personal word. That's level. not a word of chisdom. No. Okay. I'm just. Uh, I'm just speculating. However, when these guys talk. They all seem to be down with the commies, mm-hmm. right? Where yeah. it's, wow, what are we doing here? This guy makes more than this guy. We can't have that. How oh, the football players, they can't put food on the table for their families. What are we talking about? There are a lot of coaches out there who don't make $2 million a year either. It's almost like if you have a specialized skill valued by one person. Mm-hmm. You're going to make more money than the person that doesn't have that specialized skill. Right. That's capitalism at its finest. Once once again, Gene Chizik benefited from the system that he is now yelling that, that's, about. That's what I mean. Benefited greatly. This was all there. That's the thing that's frustrating. There are real problems here. But the guys bitching and moaning about it took advantage of the system when it wasn't all in the open. They no. liked it when it was under the table, when it was car dealership guy handing out money and free cars because nobody knew about that. Now it's out in the open. People examine it, and it's suddenly a problem. He got fired for being bad, if I'm not mistaken, right? Or bad in the eyes of Auburn fans. How much money? Well, he's not get, working now. Well, how much money did he get away? Did he get for going away? Did, is is he? Did he bring up that people struggle to put fifty thousand a year on the table? I hope he, he donated like all that money. A Seven million dollar buyout. Well, it's really not fair that I'm, I'm getting paid to not work, so I'm going <laughs> to donate all this money <laughs> right to the people who are trying to work but can't. I'm quite sure he didn't. Here's the other thing, real quick. 
all these people who say, well, they get this NIL money and the $200,000 education. You're sounding like you're saying they sh- the players should not get a scholarship. Why don't you have the school you root for start that trend? See how it goes for you. You know what I mean? You think you think that that's a bad idea? Go ahead. Go petition Ohio State to be the first school not to have scholarships. See how it goes for your football team. I'll wait. Go right ahead and petition for that. You don't really want that, I don't think, but you're not thinking it through. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmers coming up next. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Look out for a car fire. Uh, car fire northbound 315 at Goodale Street. It's blocking the right lane and it's causing a backup from I 70. You also have a crash on the right shoulder of the ramp from 270 southbound to I 70 on the east side. It's causing slow traffic from Main Street. This report is sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. Festivals, football, the great outdoors, some people say fall is the best time of the year. It may also be a great time to consider getting vaccinated against COVID-19. Sponsored by BioNTech and Pfizer. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Hey, Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean out. Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming... I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com. When you need a company you can trust. Common Man and T-Bones. With the biggest name dropper of them all, the CBJ's Jeff Remmer. Sponsored by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Every single Wednesday this here time, we talk to our guy, television voice of your Columbus Blue Jackets. It's name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Hello, Rims. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Nice to join you here from Frigid Edmonton. I was going to say, how's Edmonton treating you? It's uh, I'm, I'm sure it's not your favorite of the Canadian cities. Well, uh, actually, uh, it is one of my favorites because I spent uh, four great years, four and a half years, actually, uh, working for CBC Television here in Edmonton uh, shortly after I got out of college. So, yeah, I've kind of uh, really uh, taken a liking to this city, but uh, the weather is another factor. And uh, today it is minus 10 uh, on the Fahrenheit scale. So, uh, yeah, it's a little crisp here, to say the least. Jackets got off to a, a good start last night against the Canucks. Could not sustain that. Give us your breakdown of that game. Well, I told Jody uh, as the game wore on, uh, after a 3 nothing first period lead and uh, the time, three-hour time difference, a lot of folks probably turned off their televisions thinking the Blue Jackets had this one well in hand, only to wake up this morning and find they were on the wrong end of a 4-3 score. Uh, I, I just think that uh, the Jackets stopped playing. I mean, uh, Halak, had they even tested him a little bit, uh, he was so shaky last night, the game would have uh, hit double figures, in my opinion, but they didn't generate much offensively. They got very few shots, uh, took the pedal off the medal, and uh, I guess that's uh, a situation of uh, you know a young team, but uh, at the same time, uh, Brad Larson, and rightfully so, criticized some of the veterans for not stepping up last night, and uh, in the end, the Blue Jackets lose on a last-minute power play goal. That's the thing that kind of bothers me right now with this team, Rims, is that, yes, I I would expect younger players in the NHL who are learning the game 
learning how to maintain that intensity over three periods that that is not surprising that they can have lulls or bad periods or moments even where they shut off but to see it happen with some of the veterans on this team that's a little more concerning do you think that they have the veteran leadership on this team to kind of get out of that funk and start to realize they've got to be more consistent across three periods. Well, we've seen in the past that they're certainly capable of that, speaking of the veterans, but uh, they certainly uh, have struggled here. Uh, A couple, and and I'm not going to sit here and start naming names, but the fact of the matter is there are a few of these veterans that, uh, uh, quite frankly, have not uh, played to their abilities here of late. And unless they do with a young team, uh, and the youngest in the National Hockey League, it's it's going to be a long season. The Jackets have struggled away from home all year. Uh, they're in a stretch of 13 of 17 games. And let me tell you, it's tough uh, on the broadcasters and the traveling party, let alone the players. This has been a tough stretch for the team. Three straight uh, uh, Western swings, and uh, this is all because of the Olympics, which for me now appear to be in the rearview mirror. I do not see... Uh, these players going to the Olympics, uh, what with uh, these recent uh, COVID outbreaks, but uh, time will tell. Although I'm told one veteran player, one high-profile player said he wants to go regardless. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here in the days and the weeks to come. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer here on The Fan. So now you go to Edmonton tomorrow, a team earlier in the season that looked like they couldn't be beat, and now they've lost six games in a row. And a lot of those games, you're just getting it handed to them. What do you attribute this to? Because they're talented. Yeah, they're very talented, but they're not very deep, Mike. They're, they're not very deep. Uh, their defense is somewhat uh, suspect. Uh, goaltending, Mike Smith has been out much of the year. Uh, their forwards, uh, aside from Seidel and McDavid, who all of a sudden uh, have gone dry, and let's hope that continues tomorrow, uh, they're, they're just not producing right now. And even Seidel and, and McDavid here in recent games. You mentioned six-game losing streak, and you're right. Five of those are right here in Edmonton. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot of unhappy uh, Oiler hockey fans as we came to town here today. And just listening to them, I just walked down the hotel uh, uh, lobby here and uh, ran into one Oiler fan, and he said he was at the game last night. Good luck. You'll beat these guys tomorrow because they stink. So let me ask you about a situation that's kind of been a little weird with the Jackets with Igor Chinikov, who had, you know, a decent start to the season, and the last five games has been healthy scratched. I know Brad Larson has talked about how they have a lot of talent and they're you know trying to get everybody some minutes. Everybody deserves this playing time that they're getting, but what do you do there? You got a 20-year-old rookie. He needs to develop. He needs minutes. You know, he's he's up with the big club. At, at what point does he do they make some decision maybe to send him back down, especially with Patrick Line looking like he's ready to return? Yeah, that's a great point. And uh, they're going to have to make some decisions, maybe even on a couple of veterans. Uh, fact of the matter is, Chinikov has to play. They know what he's capable of doing. Uh, I would suggest, having not talked to Coach Larson about tomorrow's game, I would think there's a good chance you're going to see Chinikov play tomorrow. I also think you might see uh, Jonas Corpusalo. Again, this is me just talking here, but uh, Corpusalo uh, has returned from the illness and has not yet played. He needs to play. Uh, obviously, and we discussed this last week. What's his future with the team, if any? And, uh, hey, matter of fact, the Oilers are looking for a goaltender. Might they be interested in Corpusallo? Uh, they have some salary cap issues, but uh, yeah, something's going to happen here. And uh, I would suggest that uh, with Line A now practicing with the team and hopefully in the lineup uh, real soon, uh, they're going to have to make some roster moves. You got Bemstrom. Bemstrom was sent down, called back up. He hasn't played since before his injury. So yeah, 
there's several uh, decisions that are going to have to be made here in the days and the weeks ahead. Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. Name dropping is brought to you by Buyers Imports by the Airport. Rims, would you like to talk about your friends? Yeah, I uh, I really miss the boys. As I said, we've been on the road here for much of the last month and uh, have not been out there. But uh, the new uh, vehicles, as I said last week, starting to roll in. You want to get there. and In fact, you don't have to necessarily find your car on the lot. You can build your own automobile, be it an Audi, a Porsche, a Subaru, whatever your your taste is. They are there and they're willing to help you. All right, let's do some name dropping, Rims. What do you have? Uh, did you guys uh, speculate on a, perhaps uh, a name here uh, out west? You know, it's been a pretty busy day here, Rims. We <laughs> we normally take about 20 minutes and speculate on what the name is going to be. We haven't had time today, so go ahead. Well, uh, I'm bringing back an old name, but I spent a great deal of my time today talking to him. In fact, we're going to uh, reconvene our discussion because he was going on and on and on and I had to get off the bus and onto the plane. Otherwise, uh, I'd have been uh, hitchhiking here to Edmonton from Vancouver. Michael Buble, the <laughs> ultimate Vancouver Canuck fan. He told me today that he's had a hand in the firings and the hirings. He told me he has been on the phone with uh, Aquilini, the owner, who is up front and has hired a couple of buddies of mine, and Jim Rutherford and, and Bruce Boudreau, who's now 5-0. and oh, And uh, Buble suggested he told me today make that coaching change now he was going to come to the game with us last night but unfortunately he was stuck in new york an extra day he's uh, just recording a new album and uh you you guys don't believe this or won't believe this but he was telling me today aside from hockey and, and aside from uh, uh sports in general he employs some 195 people so he's happy to be back with, with COVID, and, and let's hope this is just a, 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 a small outbreak. But uh, he's happy to have all his staff fully employed and, and back on the job. But he said it's just been a miserable couple of years, and uh, he's hoping for better things. And he's certainly hoping for better things from his Vancouver Canucks. Well, you know what? I, I think things are looking up because, you know, the Vancouver Canucks have not had a lot of success over the years. And now we've learned it's because a crooner is making the call to fire the coach. <laughs> Good job. Uh, he's the best, man. Love Buble. All right. We'll talk to you next week, buddy. Hope you get back safely. Right. Oh, so there's no criticism today. Oh, you like that name today. Oh, okay. I like that. Well, that's I a like name we would heard of, Rims. It's someone who uh, people are aware of, so that's good. That's what we're looking for. You know what well, I'd like okay, next well, week from you? I have a request for you because I saw that your, your old friend, Brett the Hitman Hart, is being inducted into the Canadian Walk of Fame. I don't know. Right. I don't know what the walk of fame is. I want a history lesson on that next week, and I also want a Bret Hart story from you. Do you want Bret Hart on with me? No, I don't want him on. I want you to tell me a story about the time well, he put you in the sharpshooter. I, I think that you know we should uh, step up and, and have him on. Let's let's have a four way conversation. All right, that sounds good. There's nothing better than just two guys on the phone. One of them's Rimmer, the other one is Bret Hart clearing his throat every 10 seconds. That's exactly what we I need. I gotta tell you, when I was watching WCW Nitro many moons ago, I never thought I'd be talking to Jeff Rimmer about a four-way with Bret Hit the Hitman Hart. But here we are. So thank you for All fulfilling right, Rims, a childhood go. dream. All right, boys. All right. Enjoyed it. Goodbye. <laughs>
Name dropping with Jeff Rimmer on the Bryant Heating and Cooling Systems Fan Guest Hotline. That is what Bret Hart is known for, his time in WCW. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Back page coming up. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Look out for a crash on the right shoulder, southbound 270 at I-70 on the east side. It's helping cause slow traffic from Main Street. You have a crash on Cleveland Avenue south of Blendon Woods Boulevard. And you also have a stalled vehicle eastbound 270 after U.S. 62 on the south side. So use caution there. This report is sponsored by Public Lands. At Public Lands, they believe that doing things outdoors is more fun together. Visit their store in Polaris to check out Columbus's biggest selection of brands you'll love, like Patagonia, Yeti, the North Face, and Sorrel. You're sure to find a holiday gift for everyone on your list. More at publiclands.com slash Columbus. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for Care Heating and Cooling. I'm a big fan of preventative maintenance. Something will eventually go wrong, and if you're not prepared, it is sure to cost you money. That's why I want you to sign up for a care plan. My guys at Care make sure your heater and AC are running in tip-top shape, taking care of maintenance and staying on top of any potential issues. Surprises suck. Be prepared with a care plan. Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Buckeye Show coming up at the top of the hour. Timmy is off tonight. So who's here to host the Buckeye Show, you ask? Well, hi. Hi. Chops is here. Hello, Chopper. How you doing? Great, now that you're here. Yeah, it's me and Reeser tonight, so no Timmy at all. like how Timmy is Mr. Buckeye, Buckeye Show, signing day, see you later. Well, <laughs> early I'm, I'm signing day. Early. Well, <laughs> He'll be here in February. You know this is signing day. Yes. Why do we even right. worry about February anymore? It doesn't exist. Yeah, I'm with you. It's, I don't know why it doesn't just open now and just it's just open until it, well, whenever it closes. This like, has been my longstanding thought on Signing day in general. I don't even think, I think of all people, I think it was Bo Pelini who put this forward. And I can't believe I agree with something that he does. But I think he said many years ago when he was at Nebraska, you know what? You want to get rid of all this like sophomores getting offers and eighth graders getting, you know, looks and letters and all that stuff. Just say you offer someone instantly committable. Yeah, yeah, you can sign on the dotted line. The second that you day. get an offer, you can you can sign right away. You're in you're in ninth grade. Someone sends you an offer, you'd be like, cool, done. We I'll stumbled for upon a point similar to that on Bishop and Laurinaitis last week. We were talking about it, and I said to them, I was like, well, why don't the offers just become legally binding? If this letter of intent is supposed to be binding, then the offers should be. And I think that would solve a lot of some of this too. Yeah, a I, lot of some of this. I think it's good. Hi. <laughs> a lot what's, of some of them. What's coming up on the Buckeyes show tonight? Well, we've got national signing or early national signing day. Yes. So the Buckeyes, they sign their class. Deion Sanders flips the number one player. We'll talk to Dave Holmes a little bit and what up, Holmes. And uh, I just have stop whining about the changes in college football. I have a rant that I kind of want to go over. Buckeyes show, top of the hour, right here on the fan. Back page. The Back Page. The Back Page. With Common Man and T-Bone. Sponsored by Care Heating and Cooling. When you need a company you can trust, call 1-800-COOLING. Bone. Well, man, I like this story because it involves uh, uh, someone doing a good deed. It also involves someone related to one of my favorite players, Gary Payton Jr., Gary Payton II, who is, of course, Gary Payton's son, my guy, the glove, love him. 
Uh, he is playing now in the NBA. He is playing for the Warriors, Golden State. So Monday night, they were in Indiana for the game against the Pacers. He's sitting in the bench area. He's you know off the floor for a little bit. And if you've not seen NBA benches lately, yes, there are rows of seats that are on the sideline, but then there's more rows of seats that go past the end of the court and out kind of towards where the fans are sitting. They're and trying so, to space these guys out. Yeah, they space them out. They also have like, you know, little exercise bikes and things to keep them warm. Anyway, he was standing near the end of where the fans are, and there's a little uh, balcony type thing right behind him that he was able to put his shoulder on. Well, as he did that, he realized he hit something, looked over, and it was a beer. He had knocked over someone's beer. He was mic'd up for this game, and they caught all this <laughs> on camera. He then is like, oh, no, my bad. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. What was that? And the, the, you hear the person talking to him. He's like, okay, okay, hang on. And then he walks over to an assistant and is like, hey, I just spilled this guy's beer. You got to get him another beer. And he's like, well, I don't know. Come over with me. And so he gets someone and goes, what were you drinking, man? And so then the guy tells him, and then he comes back later, and he personally brings back a tall boy and says, here you go. Sorry about that. My bad. That's nice to see. Yeah. The complete opposite of that is the football player who just destroys someone on the sidelines, you know, just <laughs> runs into that person. It just gets this up. person flies like a rag doll. Yes. You know, and the NFL player just runs right back <laughs> out of the field. Well. Now, look, I understand that it's no fault of your own because the action is causing you to do this, right? It's not like you sought this person out and said, I will destroy yeah. this 27-year-old woman standing on the sidelines right now. But it's refreshing to see the athlete go up to that person and say, oh, I'm so sorry, are you okay? Before running onto the field. Yes. It reminds me, too, of the, we were talking about this, because there was a game, I think it was one of the, I think it was one of the Thanksgiving games where, like, a ref got hurt, like, two different refs got hurt in the same game, and then they were talking about, and we were just sitting there like, why are all the refs, like, 55 and older? Why don't we have some younger guys? They don't have to, you know, I understand you want some experience, but, like, can't we bring out some 30-year-olds? Out there on NFL well, fields, who can actually run with these guys and ha- and sustain having one of them well, you're, run into you're them? You're about that age. You think you could get away from the contact? I'm not talking about me. <laughs> no, but you know what? That is a good point because what have we seen in coaching? It's like, well, we can't have this 52 year old man coach these guys. Mm-hmm. Let's get 27 year old boy wonder to come in here and be the NFL head coach or the offensive coordinator of a big time yeah. program. But you're right with officials. It's like they've said, nope. All right, what are you 74? Go on out there and run around with a bunch of 25-year-olds. That'll work out great. If you really want to keep them in line, just kick them while they're stretching. That's right. That's what I've heard. And then berate them. (laughs) Buckeye Show, top of the hour. Inside Edge, Jackets Conversation at 7 o'clock. 11 Warriors Radio Hour at 8. Browns Preview Show at 9. 10 o'clock, Panama Ted and Leanna eat chicken on On, the radio. On Pervert Ted. Yes. See you tomorrow. Common Man and T-Bone on the fan. Fan traffic. From the Logan AC and Heat Services Traffic Center. Look out for a car fire that blocks the right lane northbound 315 at Goodale Street. You have slow traffic as well westbound 270 on the north side between US 23 and Sawmill Road. This report is sponsored by Mucinex 12 Hour. When you have cough and chest congestion, you need a medicine that's effective and long-lasting. Mucinex DM Bilayer Tablet allows for immediate and extended release, relieving both wet and dry coughs and loosening chest congestion for 12 hours long. Grab Mucinex DM, available at Walgreens. I'm Chris Harden for 97.1 The Fan Traffic. Common Man here for care, heating, and cooling. Can I tell you a secret? One of my joys in life is a good clean-out. 
Once in a blue moon, I will take it to the next level. I have an air vent right over the toilet. So when I know a wild ride is coming, I'll turn down the AC a few minutes before it's go time. And then when I sit down, beautiful cold air greets me, blowing in my face as I do the deed. And the only people I trust to keep my crapper temp in tip-top shape, that's Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING or book an appointment online at careheatingandcooling.com when you need a company you can trust. Lindsay Honda Studios. Honda makes the cars. Lindsay makes the difference. Visit lindsayhonda.com. WBNSFM, HD1 Columbus, the fan. Hey, common man here. I know what you're thinking. This guy again. But... We have some special bonus stuff for you. Sponsored, of course, by our friends, Care Heating and Cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. One is angry, the other one is bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald! Bald, bald! Here's man and bone. I want to point something out. All right. I, too, would be bald. If I don't, if I didn't take these pills every single day, <laughs> I've been taking the Propecia pills or whatever the generic is called now yeah. for almost 20 years. It's called Amateur Pecia. <laughs> I didn't think about it for a second. Good job. <laughs> and I'm so terrified that if I stop taking these pills, like my hair will just fall out in one day. All of it. Yeah. Well, it's funny because we were watching last night. I had the NBA games on and uh, ESPN. I'm trying to remember who was alongside uh, Richard Jefferson. I wanted, Richard I Jefferson. Yes. Uh, maybe, I don't remember. It's one of the bald guys that does ESPN broadcast, whatever. And so Richard Jefferson is obviously shaved head. This guy also shaved head, you know, probably trying to forestall the inevitable. And Melissa's like, wow, man, everybody's just, you know, out here not embracing their baldness. And I'm like, You're, I, I too shave, like I don't let it grow long. I don't have like the, you know, coconut with a Hulu skirt on it. Like, no, I'm not going to do you that. You need a different look. And you can't shave it all the way. No, you I... You can't be totally bald. You look like a clan member. Thanks. You, thanks. you would. I, you would look like a total I clan mean, member if you were totally bald. I would think you look like a clan member if you show up with a hood on. Like, that makes you... Yeah, but don't you just... Stop What it am now. I supposed to do? I'm bald. Like, I just... You have that look to you. A fat white guy. There's bald. No, is there are it? other white people who can pull it off. I'm just saying that that's not something you could pull off. I don't think. No, I have like shaved it all the way down. It's too much maintenance. That's I don't know if people realize that's a lot of shaving. That is you got to do it every day. Yeah, oh yeah, to get the to get the cue ball look. Yeah, like I have the stubble going, and sometimes it gets a little longer. That shave it back down, but the the cue ball polished dome thing. That's a whole nother level. Like of Stanley commitment. Tucci. Stanley Tucci is a white guy, but he can pull off the shaved head look without you looking at Stanley Tucci like, oh, he's going to burn a cross on somebody's lawn. But you're you, saying, I, I think you're people saying get the wrong impression. You would accuse me of it even though you know me and know I would never do right. something like that. I know, I know I've known you the, for years. That's bad. But I would just yell well, racist at you and run away. Well, I'm glad I don't shave my head all the way down then. Is it okay where it is now? Because well, it's fine wanna, now. Okay, good. I yeah, just want to make sure. like every other fat soccer yes, loving guy. Good. Right I, don't, <laughs> I don't want to give off any vibes that are not accurate. So, Good. A special thank you for consuming all the stupidity we can safely shove down your gullet. Come back for more podcasts. And again, the podcast is sponsored by our friends because they pay us. Care, heating, and cooling. Call 1-800-COOLING when you need a company you can trust. Stop listening now. The podcast is over. Turn it off. Go do something. (laughs) 